Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. you think she was a Democrat? I mean, committed, you know, to the Democratic Party. Do you believe that? I mean, maybe at one point, you might believe that Kirsten Cinema was dedicated to the Democratic Party. Let's talk about our democracy. And the Democratic Caucus. Sorry about that. <laughs> Running late this morning. I was, I had a cup of coffee and I had it on the, I had to go get in. Sorry. <clears throat> We're here and Kirsten Cinema is now an independent Republican. I mean, independent. Is she, is she an independent? Or has she been manipulated by Mitch McConnell and big money and power? You know, it's hard to tell sometimes in a deliberative body like the Senate. But don't you get the feeling that it's all just attention whore type stuff? I believe that's what it is. If you're standing around going, whoa, she switched parties? Now, right after Warnock won, and there's 51 senators caucusing with the democrats because really truly there's not 51 democrats angus king and bernie sanders aren't democrats they're independents that's why bernie sanders never could win and he wasn't ever going to win a primary in the democratic party bernie sanders was never ever going to win a primary that be the nominee of the democratic party because he's not a democrat he caucuses with the democrats he votes with the democrats I believe Bernie Sanders agrees on most issues with the Democrats. That's why he caucuses with them in the Senate. But he's not a Democratic Party member. I mean, he is while he's trying to become the nominee. But when he's not becoming the nominee, he isn't. And that's the reality. I mean, I, I'll upset the Bernie bros if they're still out there. But he's not a Democrat. He wasn't a Democrat. He was seeking a ticket, which he was not a member of that party. So the question remains, Kirsten Sinema, was she ever really a member of the Democratic Party? I, I think at one point. But I think Mitch McConnell convinced her that she wasn't quite a member of the Democratic Party. She was just part of the caucus. And in this moment where Democrats take the majority in the Senate, presumably, with 51 in their caucus, as opposed to 50, one would 
presume maybe that's the reason why Senator Cinema is seeking attention is because when Herschel Walker lost big time and Senator Warnock won, all of Kirsten Cinema imaginary power melted away. All of it. Because, you know, we can talk about Joe Manchin as well. But it seems as if the entire time the problem inside the Senate that the Biden administration and the Democratic Party had may have not been Manchin as much as it was Kirsten Sinema. I mean, you don't see Joe Manchin going to be an independent. Hmm. I don't know, it's something to consider. You know, the people that are really probably fucking pissed off more than anybody that Kirsten Cinema has now left the Democratic Party to become an independent, independent, okay, is the people who work to get her elected as a Democratic candidate. And that fucking stupid twat has the gull to tell Jake Tapper that the, what the people of Arizona want. They told you what the fuck they wanted. That's They wanted a Democratic senator. A member of the Democratic Party. A Democrat to be the senator of Arizona. And the people who worked for her campaign volunteered. Holy fuck. You got to imagine those people are super fucking pissed. And maybe that's the story here is there's no fucking way in eight months, nine months, when the race heats up here for 2024 for those Senate seats, and we start to see her primary challenges emerge, that there's no fucking way she'll even be able to collect up enough fucking small donations and volunteers to even mount a challenge to a primary. Who in the fuck, who who supported her and volunteered for her wouldn't walk to another campaign. There's probably not fucking many of them. And that's the talk this morning. Oh, Kirsten Sinema is going to break the vote in Arizona. If she was going to break the vote in Arizona, she would remain in the Democratic Party, folks. She's not going to break the vote in Arizona because she's not going to be the Democratic nominee. She cannot... she will not be the, she would have not been. She won't be now. She will not have, she would have not have been the nominee for the Democratic Party for that Senate seat in Arizona. And she's the incumbent. She would have lost her primary. Do you know how she knows this? Kirsten Cinema isn't fucking dumb. I don't think she's dumb. I mean, She's a little naive about her power that she wants to possess here. But she's not dumb. And she is she has seen the results in her state when it's coupled with crazy. And Arizona regardless of party, Democrat, Republican, they're not going to do the whole fucking crazy thing. They're just not going to play the crazy game. They don't give a fuck if it's Democrats or Republicans. They're just not going to play that bullshit. And Gen Z showed up in Arizona. And that's probably another thing weighing on Senator Sinema's mind. Is how in the fuck 
am I going to win these motherfuckers back? Because her plan and over the next two years is to play this seesaw with her quote unquote power. Now, I ultimately believe that cinema will caucus with the Democrats. And for no other reason that the the people of Arizona selected a, a Democrat, a Democratic, a, a member of the Democratic Party to be their senator. So she's probably going to caucus with the Democrats. And that's where her power lies anyways. I mean, think about it. If she walks and caucuses with the Republicans, which is a possibility, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility. But if she does that, she has no power. None. She's not the 51st senator. But now she holds some sort of card and power. Fuck her. Fuck her. I'm telling you, now, now is the time to dunk Kirsten Cinema in the trash bin of history of senators. Fuck her. She's, I, I mean, she's auditioning to be a contributor to Tucker Carlson's show and a guest host like Tulsi Gabbard. But I mean, money does funny things to people, right? It does a lot of funny things to people, especially when you couple money with an imaginary fucking power you think you have over people. And when people in power pretend like you have this imaginary power over people. In other words, she thinks she controls the Senate. That's what she believes here, that she controls part of the Senate. I think she's barking up the wrong tree. What do you think? I actually don't believe this has much effect on anything. I just, I I honestly believe this is only attention-seeking. She did a fucking video on it. It's really dumb. This is not like this has never happened before. Joe Lieberman did this, and Joe Lieberman was on the fucking ticket in 2000, the top ticket. So this is not like it's never been done before. She's not doing anything interesting or fucking unique here. It's not like she went to be a Republican. If she if she is, she she was already that before she decided to officially register as an independent, whatever the fuck that means. The only real independent I see in the United States Senate is Angus King. Angus King truly is an independent. If you ever listened to him, watched him work, uh, ask questions in, com- in committee meetings, any interviews, he truly is the independent senator. Bernie Sanders is a Democratic Socialist. He's just registered as an independent. He's not a Democrat. He's not a member of the Democratic Party. The only time he was is when he was trying to take the ticket, which that was the rub. It's why the Democratic Party didn't really want Bernie Sanders in 16 or 20. Because he wasn't part of the Democratic Party, only when it suited him. And I'm not knocking Sanders. I mean, Sanders has a lot of sway. Not anymore. That's what happens to losers. You know that, right? That's what happens to losers. Texas Paul was talking about this last week, I believe, or the week before, about Beto O'Rourke. As much as a star as Beto O'Rourke is, he's a loser. And that is, in politics, it's just 
how it works. And that's how it should be treated. And the reason why is because if you continue, if you continue in politics to try to elevate someone who has continually lost elections, you end up like the Republican Party where they're at now. Lost. Just fucking lost out in nowhere land. Supporting a fucking criminal. Speaking of criminal news, as lawyers are apparently, it looks like they're going to be held in contempt, which, you know, it's just a fine. You know, it's not it's not uh, anything serious. But the most significant thing is that Grandpa Poopy Pants did not seek an appeal. Now, he's absolutely losing his mind over on his fraud social uh, network, whatever the hell it is over there. He's posting over there, losing his fucking mind, saying all kinds of bullshit that isn't true, that his lawyers are not making arguments in the court of law. And the reason why is because what we see with Rudy Giuliani, when you make arguments like that, you lose your fucking law license. So they can't make those arguments. DOJ is that the special master is now officially done because he didn't, he did not seek an appeal. And the reason why is because they didn't have a good fucking argument. They didn't have a good argument. And it's likely, I think it's likely that he wanted his attorneys to go fucking sell some bullshit to the Supreme Court and they weren't willing to do it, told him to fuck off. When your attorneys of your attorneys of your attorneys have to get attorneys and those attorneys have to get attorneys, you know, there's a fucking breaking point somewhere. But he did not seek an appeal to the Supreme Court to the special master, which basically hands over the entirety of the evidence to DOJ and the FBI. And Jack Smith. Huh. So we'll see if we get a Christmas gift or not. Maybe a New Year's party we can celebrate, you know, for some indictments. I don't know. I'm just saying. Jack Smith seems to be not uh, not <laughs> not wasting any time. He was working on Thanksgiving even, the day of Thanksgiving. Eating turkey, getting ready to indict a turkey. So we'll see. We'll see. But this is all from uh, Kirsten Cinema attention seeking. That's what that's what she's doing this morning. It's what she's going to continue to do over the weekend as they interview her. Next week we'll find out that it's the same fucking thing. She's going to caucus with the Democrats, and she's just doing this so she doesn't lose a primary. That's what she's doing. She does not want to lose a primary. And and the main thing is, is she doesn't want to show how publicly how much support she has lost by the decisions she's made as a senator. Listen, this is a democratic constitutional republic. And in that system of democracy... We, the people, elect our representatives. Rather, those are state officials. Yeah, you know, county commission, mayor, school board, state officials like state representatives, state senators, governors, attorney generals, or it's national officials. A member of the House of Representatives, a senator, a president. 
they are there to represent us. And the mandate comes from us. Their term limits come from us. Kirsten Cinema's term is over. She is going to term limit out. I guarantee you the people of Arizona will damn sure make sh- a hell of it. Make sure of that. Oh, well, she's going to run as an independent and she's going to siphon off votes with what? Arizona has sent a clear message in this last election that they are not going to put up with crazy. Now, the Republican Party in Arizona, oh, they're all on board. Oh, fucking crazy train is here, motherfuckers. How do you think they produce Blake Masters and Carrie Lake? And continue to push this craziness. The Republican Party in Arizona is absolutely infiltrated with QAnon nutjobs. And it's not going to change tomorrow. So do you think for the 2024 race that that somehow they're going to put up a non-crazy person? Get the fuck out of here with that shit. They're not going to put up a non-crazy person. They're not. They just won't. A crazy person will be the Republican nominee. It'll be a, a whack job, a QAnoner, probably. Insurrectionist, election denier, 100%. A party in Arizona is broken. Why do you think she's running as an independent? She couldn't even get, even if Kirsten Cinema ran as a Republican, she's not that crazy. Fuck no. But she's positioning herself for power in the Senate for the remainder of the time in her term limit. Because, folks, I I can't stand when people talk about fucking term limits for, for House reps and senators. Fuck that shit. We are their term limit, goddammit. We decide. It is us. We do not have to give incumbents the benefit of the doubt and give them our vote. If they are not doing the job and there is someone better, we can term them out in a primary or in a general election, either one. But I know for damn sure that the volunteers in Arizona who who, who pulled Kirsten Sinema over the line, as a matter of fact, there is no way that she would be a senator without her army of volunteers that she had in Arizona. No way. Those people work super hard to get that senator elected. And if you think, if you think that 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 army of of volunteers who pulled Kirsten Sinema over the line to win that election, if you think for a minute that those people aren't fucking pissed this morning in Arizona that she has turned... She has turned their back on them. They worked hard for it for a member of the Democratic Party to be the senator. I talked about affiliation the other day. You remember this? Talk about affiliation. And that's what gets in the fucking minds of people. It's third party endorsement, right? 
Well, my dad, my daddy was a Republican. My mama was a Republican. I voted Republican my whole life. So they vote Republican. Doesn't matter. They don't give a fuck. Even if it's a shitbox like Trump, they'll vote for him. Yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck them. Even in Missouri, I gave you the example where people were voting for the referendum to decriminalize marijuana recreationally. And then they voted for Eric Schmidt, a Republican attorney general who, who is vehemently opposed to marijuana being legalized <laughs> recreationally. Doesn't make any sense, but it's not supposed to make sense. It's not supposed to. And if you believe that's and, and this is what pisses me off about fucking liberals, right? I'm a liberal, but this is what really pisses me off about liberals in general. Okay. Cause I got a lot of beef with liberals as much as I do with conservatives. So one thing that really fucking pisses me off is they think that the human condition doesn't exist inside the democratic party. I have this problem all the time, e even inside the show here. Right. Cause, cause I get this a lot. I get a comment saying this show sounds like a right wing talk talk show. Yeah, it's supposed to. That's it's how it's supposed to sound. The human conditions exist inside people, regardless of your ideology, folks. People do not want to be do not want to be talked to like they're fucking dumb. They don't trust me. That's why I talk to them like they're fucking dumb. They, they don't want fucking piles of facts. They don't want to be, they don't want you to treat them like you're lower because they're elite. They don't. It doesn't matter what, where on the political spectrum you fall. Okay. They just don't. And they don't, they don't want to have to fucking listen to you talk about, you know, some kind of fucking paper that was put into a report somewhere with all these statistics. They don't. They fucking don't. I don't care if they're fucking liberal, conservative. It's the human condition, folks. And the human condition is going to bury Kirsten Cinema in Arizona with her support. Because if you believe that those th those people who help volunteer for Kirsten Cinema believe that their allegiance was to her to her and their loyalty is to her you're fucking dreaming their loyalty is to a certain set of principles and right now in this country especially in Arizona there's only one party that has any kind of any kind of fucking principles towards democracy jesus christ you have one party out there telling people even if you vote for the other fucking person, we're going to try to overturn your vote. Your vote doesn't matter because we want to win. That's literally what the Republican Party in Cary Lake is saying in Arizona. They're still, even after being certified, oh, it's we're, we're in the end zone now. No, you're not. You're done, dummy. You didn't fucking win. Not only did you not win, they certified the vote. It's official, you fucking idiot. Where are you going to have an insurrection for the fucking for the fucking governorship of Arizona? This is really fucking delusional, stupid shit. But that's the point. It's it's all based on affiliation. It's all based on third party endorsement. The reason why the party in fucking Arizona is so goddamn crazy and they could only get the crazies to vote for Carrie Lake and Blake Masters is because they control the party.
That's why. And when the crazies have a hold of something, the crazies follow. But it's really easy with affiliation. Oh, well, Carrie Lake is a Republican. Blake Masters is a Republican. They may be crazy. They may be crazy. It takes a lot to break that cycle. Now, Carrie Lake is a lot, a lot of crazy. Blake Masters, a lot of fucking delusion. A lot of fucking white supremacy. It's able to break a lot of that fucking affiliation and third-party endorsement. It's It has the ability to do that. So, Kirsten Cinema turning her back on her fucking campaign volunteers by switching parties, I believe is enough to break that affiliation with her and stay with their affiliation with the Democratic Party. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you there will be a candidate who will be way fucking better in 2024 for that fucking seat than Kirsten Cinema ever dreamed of after what she's done the last two fucking years and what she'll do the next two years. And those 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 candidates will start to emerge late next summer, early fall. We will see what becomes of the Democratic Party, the primary race for the Senate seat in Arizona. And we should all be excited about it. And the reason why you should be excited about it is because if we can get someone who isn't fucking enamored by corporate money and corporate donors to their campaign, who isn't fucking hypnotized by Mitch McConnell and Republican leadership to be bipartisan. Fuck out of here with that nonsense. Why in the fuck would we want to be bipartisan with a bunch of goddamn traitors? What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. We aren't going to be bipartisan with a bunch of goddamn traitors who don't want a democracy. Get the hell out of here with that fucking bullshit. You can kiss my fucking ass. And Kirsten Cinema took the message, our message, that we don't want her in the Democratic Party if she's going to do that shit. I don't want her in the Democratic Party if she's going to do that shit. Do you? Do you want her to be a senator? The Democratic senator from Arizona, she's going to fucking go lick Mitch McConnell's old wrinkly balls every half a second, every time the American people need to have their fucking rights protected? Fuck that shit. She could kiss my ass and anyone else's ass. Fuck her. Good. I'm glad you're an independent Kirsten Cinema. It's about time you fuck off. <laughs> Everyone stick around. We got shit list roundup before Bonehead of the Week. It's Friday. Bonehead of the Week in the second hour. We'll be right back right after these messages. We'll be right back. Mark. 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. I've always wanted to learn a new language, but whenever I try, it never sticks. So when Babbel made a MAGA edition, I knew I had to give it a try. Babbel MAGA edition makes it really easy to learn. And there's lots of lessons to choose from, like subtly racist to full-blown white supremacist. The first lesson began with learning simple phrases. And soon I was putting those words and phrases into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes to complete. And they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words that I'm struggling with. I chose Babel Maga Edition because it's created by smart white people, like me. And now I can't wait to explore, meet new friends, and use my new Maga skills with my in-laws. All lives matter! 
jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Friday, Friday, Friday. What are you doing this weekend? Get ready for the holiday season? You putting up your Christmas tree? I don't know. Wrapping gifts? Are you trying not to participate in the holidays? You going to go see your QAnon family members this, this Christmas holiday? This holiday season? You know, you can hang out with them on New Year's. Get drunk with them. Ah, get wasted. Yeah, why not? Waste it with these QAnoners. Tell them how you really feel. <laughs> That's how it works. You know, your inhibitions go away when you start, you know, having a little bit of alcohol. Maybe a, maybe a little bit of recreational mar- marijuana, depending on which state you live in and which laws have been passed already or not. Maybe it's medical marijuana. Maybe you need a medical marijuana certificate. The one thing you should do with your um, relatives is really explain to them whether they're QAnon or not, especially, you know, your conservative Aunt Vicky Hartzler, um, <laughs> how fucking ridiculous it is that she cries on the floor of the house. Y- yesterday, we watched as Vicky Hartzler, she, and she's actually my rep in Missouri. She's crying on the house floor because she's just so upset that gay people get the liberty to marry each other. <laughs> it's so dangerous. Listen, I said this yesterday, but Vicki Hartzler, you act like you act like gay people just started existing. You people really are fucking dumb. A danger. What are you talking about? We've had we've had LGBTQ people in in our existence since humanity started, dummy. This is not a new thing. This just didn't get invented. You people really are fucking snowflakes. For crying out loud. And, and it's even leaking into the whole Brittany Griner story. I told you it would. They're like, oh, this is all about wokeism. It's because she's gay. I told you the reason why they hate the reason that they hate that Brittany Griner came home as opposed to the two white dudes is because she is a gay black woman. They fucking hate it. Oh, it's all about wokeism. You, you people make everything about wokeism. Everything. Just like you're super hyper focused on everyone's genitalia, including including the president's son and where you can post his pictures or not, which I'm sure we're going to go through today with uh, the Twitter files 2.0 or whatever the hell it was. I don't know. And Jesus Christ, it's just getting dumber and dumber and dumber. Just fucking dumb. I mean, when, when are we going to get out of this cycle of having to put up with these fucking idiots? I'm serious. I mean, we have to. What are we going to do? And and they're bitching because no one is talking about the Twitter 2.0. On Fox News, they're like, there was zero minutes on 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 other news stations talking about the Twitter files. Yeah, because it's it's nonsense. What you're reporting is shit that everyone already knows. You can't post non-consensual nude photos on Twitter. It breaks their terms of service. And you, anyone can report these things. Even the Biden campaign can report fucking tweets that break terms of service. And then like, oh, well, there's internal tools. Yeah, so 
They were there before. Ah, shadow banning. As if no one knew that shadow banning exists. This is really stupid. And then conservatives are like, oh, we were, we were, we were being targeted, which now we find out they were getting special treatment, really, because they're so they're such fucking racist and bigots that Twitter had to be really careful about those accounts to make sure that they gave them special treatment. It's fucking really stupid shit. But you know, that's where we live. Kirsten Cinema is an independent. And Donald Trump was the greatest president of all time. Yeah, give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. Back to the Brittany Griner uh, story real quick. Real quick for all you fucking hate watchers out there. If if this Wayland motherfucker, this Marine, right? If If Donald Trump really wanted that motherfucker home, why didn't he do it when he was president? Huh? Why didn't he just call up his old butt buddy Putin and say, hey, hey, Vladdy, daddy. Will you send me my Marine home? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. So stop saying that stupid shit in threads, you dumb motherfuckers. You won't because you are the definition of dumb. But there you go. Have at it, haters. I want to show you a video. Because I mentioned Vicki Hartzler and your family members at the holidays. I got a great video to show you. This is fantastic, by the way. Um, this is Vicki Hartzler's nephew. Um, and I believe his name is Andrew, is his name. And he put up a TikTok about the uh, Vicki Hartzler um, being uh, crying on the house floor, right? And... <laughs> Apparently, the reason why Vicki Hartzler was crying is because she knows someone personally in her life who would benefit from the Marriage Equality Act. And because someone's really close to her and her family, she wanted to make sure to rip that right away from her family member. But let's listen. Today, a United States Congresswoman, my Aunt Vicki, started crying because gay people like me can get married. I hope and pray that my colleagues will find the courage to join me in opposing <laughs> this misguided and this dangerous bill. I yield back. So despite coming out to my aunt this past February, I guess she's still just as much as a homophobe. Let's be clear. Obergefell is not in danger, but people and institutions of faith are. Aunt Vicky, that's not right. Institutions of faith like religious universities are not being silenced. They're being empowered by the U.S. government to discriminate against tens of thousands of LGBTQ students because of religious exemptions, but they still receive federal funding. The bill's implications submit to our ideology or be silenced. It's more like you want the power to force your religious beliefs onto everyone else. And because you don't have that power, you feel like you're being silenced. But you're not. You're just going to have to learn to coexist with all of us. And I'm sure it's not that hard. Thank you, Andrew, for the video. Um, if anyone out there has connection with Andrew, we should have Andrew on the show. Why not? She should get Andrew on the show. He knows Vicky personally. I told you yesterday about... 
My personal Vicky Hartzler story, I went to a parade for the 4th of July and she had a she had a float, quote. Don Jr. quotes around float. <clears throat> so she had a float in the uh, the parade and it was it, 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 literally this the float was a box truck. It was a secondhand U-Haul piece of shit that she had painted her name on the side of it. That was it. Weren't passing out flyers, wasn't throwing any candy at the kids. What the fuck, Vicky? Jesus Christ, she's running. She was running for Senate. You remember there was a Senate seat open in Missouri. Roy Blunt. He uh, he dropped out. And I think Josh Hawley, I believe he was throwing his support behind Vicki Hartzler. Well, now we know how much um, how much a loser Josh Hawley is, if that's true. All right. So uh, that's how you should treat your family members. And then especially this. uh the the um, marriage equality act um, over the holidays. But speaking of the holidays, now I don't normally play these types of videos. The reason why is because Jimmy Kimmel is going to knock me on YouTube. That's right, and you can appeal to Jimmy all you want. They don't give a fuck. They own this content. They made the content, you know, and they're really, they're paying the ass about this. But this video is fucking hilarious. So I don't give a shit. I'm going to play it today. I don't care if we get a copyright strike or whatever. I don't care if I got to cut it out. We're going to play it on the live show. So if you're watching right now on a replay and then it just skips over this fucking video, it's it's because they they made me take it out, right? Whatever. But we're going to play it live. I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> it's funny as shit They did a great job with this video They spent a lot of time, a lot of effort And it's hilarious, it's a fucking great It's a great commercial um, So I want to show it here on the live show For you guys to watch it But uh, just for the people, if this gets cut And you're watching this on a replay Which uh, thousands of people do watch this on a replay If you're watching this on a replay Just know this is the Jimmy Kimmel Mar-a-Lago Mara Lego commercial. So just go and search in YouTube Camel uh, Mara Lego, and you'll probably pull this up more than likely. This is fucking hilarious. Watch. Tis the season for treason. The Mara Lego Search and Seizure Edition, where you can build Donald Trump's Florida Mega Mansion and then raid it FBI style. Oh no! It's a raid! Don Jr., help me hide the documents. You'll have so much fun hiding classified material all over the estate. Under the couch cushions, inside the tanning bed, and beneath his ex-wife's tombstone. <laughs> I am flushing nuclear secrets down the toilet. Open up, FBI! The only FBI I trust is a female body inspector. Gross. Use your special agent skills to crack open the safe. I'm trying to hide ink. Mara Lego search and seizure also comes with Saudi nationals. We're just here to golf. Honest. Angry MAGA supporters. Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? Look at my truck nuts. And Eric with his head stuck in a golf bag. Uh, help, help me. Find all the documents to indict the former president. We caught you red-handed. My hands aren't red. That's just ketchup. Mara Lego Search and Seizure Edition. Rudy's Secret Tunnel sold separately. Available at Walgreens. 
<laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, Mara Lego uh, for your holiday season. I, I don't know. I think that'd be a pretty good toy. I think it'd be pretty popular. It might be the most popular toy out there this holiday season. And the and the Rudy's secret tunnel at the end. So I want to I want to say Jimmy Kimmel and his team over there they did a great job with this. Even if you cut it, even if you make me take it out, you know, because of copyright and you claim it and all that shit. And but congratulations on um, on the uh, great piece of content. How did you guys like that? That's hilarious. And so you know we like we we love parody commercials over here, and that's uh, fantastic. Again, a lot of work went into that thing. A lot of work went into the thing. Almost as much work went into that commercial as Donald Trump went into working to hide his documents. Holy shit. This guy's in big trouble. Of course, um, we're probably going to bring him up in Bonehead of the Week. I have a feeling. So I'm getting, uh, I'm getting ready here as I'm, as I'm preparing. See, I, I wear a lot of hats, not just the fuck 'em hat. Um, here on the Tony Michaels podcast, I'm, I'm trying to get uh, the uh, Gabe Sanchez right now is working on uh, the graphics for Bonehead of the Week, and I'm working on loading them into the studio so that way we can play them here later. Um, but. Uh, so, but yeah, we're going to talk about the documents. We're definitely going to talk about the documents thing for the bonehead of the week um, this week. And we're also going to talk about this. I don't know if you guys seen this. Gabe Sanchez uh, pointed out. We might point this back out here later. He says, it's almost like the new policy that Elon announced in the exact same, uh, exact same policy discussed by Twitter in 2018. Um, and it's referring to shadow banning. Um, did you guys see this? There was a, there was another drop. Uh, of course, Gabe Sanchez paid a lot of attention to it last night. He was all up in my DMs talking about this. I could give a shit less. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I could fucking care less what they're what the right wing's trying to trudge up as far as the story. I don't give a fuck. What? Who gives a shit at this point? I mean, has any of this proven credible at all? No. Jesus Christ. The other day, we went on a tirade here on this show. I don't know how many different different ways we use to fucking describe Hunter Biden's ding-dong. But, I mean, it was a lot. It was a, it was a fucking lot. It was a lot. So, um, but, you know, there's shit like this where these people are really upset they're really upset that Twitter is a private company and they're really upset about capitalism. It's almost like they want to be, I don't know, communist and they want to control what a private company does and how they fucking, how they use AI and how they use other tools and moderation uh, techniques to make sure that misinformation isn't being disseminated on their fucking platform and on their website. How in the fuck can't, these motherfuckers understand what capitalism is. These are supposedly are self-proclaimed capital-loving fucking crackers. They're crackers is what they are. They're salting crackers. Cancel me. I don't give a fuck. These white motherfuckers, I'm so sick of this nonsense. Listen, if you've ever been on Twitter, if you've ever been on Twitter, you know that there is a, and, and people can confirm this, there is a black Twitter. Twitter has different spaces. It lives in different things, right? And when on, when on black Twitter, something starts to trend, it doesn't make it in the trends. It can't break through. What, well, where where is Tucker Carlson and Charlie Kirk's outrage that shadow banning happens on black Twitter? Where? Where is it? 
that it's not there because they don't give a fuck about that. They only care when they're shadow banned. They only it's only cancel culture when their ideas are being fucking suppressed. When their i their shitty ideas aren't fuck aren't fucking making it out into the world. I'm telling you, this is the fucking truth. Ask anyone. Uh, here, Andrew on on uh, on on. Uh, oh, that's the wrong one. Andrew uh, here on Facebook says I'm a part of Black Twitter. Ask Andrew; he'll tell you. I'm telling you, it'll go around on Black Twitter and on Black Twitter, but it won't make it into the trend. Very rarely does anything from Black Twitter and and millions, thousands of comments, millions of views, don't give a fuck. The algorithm doesn't care. Don't give a shit. Shadow banned. Why? Why can't these fucking white ass saltine crackers understand that it's not just you that's being suppressed, dummy? And if you're going to have outrage about shadow banning, if you're going to have outrage about the act of shadow banning, which everyone knows fucking happens, everyone knows, then why not equal outrage? Well, I could only guess why these two white racist bigoted motherfuckers don't have equal outrage. It's really stupid. It's really stupid, but well, and you know me, I want to show the stupidity right out in the open. So let's let's listen to the stupidity people. And I don't think we'll ever be able to measure the impact of what Twitter did to our voices online in the calendar year of 2020. The lives that were lost, the kids that really had speech impediments and delays and school closures. And of course, yeah. the outcome of the 2020 election all came from a censorship regime from Twitter. Yep, that's right. That's right. It was it was a it, it was a website with their shadow banning policy that everyone knew before 2020 even got here. What the fuck are you talking about, Charlie Kirk? You knew you knew in 2020 when you were disseminating misinformation about covid because that's what he's talking about. He's talking about the people who died from the coronavirus. In 2020, he's saying the reason why those people died is because Twitter wasn't making sure that him and his fucking seditious piece of shit, treasonous motherfucking America first Nazi party was making sure that they weren't disseminating misinformation about COVID. The president of the United States stood up in front of a microphone and basically said, well, what if we inject bleach? What if we get disinfectant? What if we pour poison down in people's lungs? Will that cure them? What if we get ultraviolet light underneath the skin? Can we figure out how to do that? This is really stupid shit. He went on and on and on about fish tank cleaner. Hydrochloroquine. You remember this? Hydrochloroquine. Hydrochloroquine. It wasn't a fucking cure. It wasn't. It isn't. Shit, people were drinking fish cleaner because it had it in it and killing them, poisoning them. This is really dumb shit. That these two fucking shit boxes are mad that a that a that a a website that they own, a company owns wouldn't let them spread their bullshit on their website. This is really stupid. Freedom of speech. You yelled and screamed into your own microphone for fucking months. Freedom of speech, my ass. I know Gabe Sanchez agrees with me on this freedom of speech thing. And this gets into the Twitter thing. And I know, I know Gabe Sanchez, because he was, I mean, I'm telling you, last night my phone was like, ding, 
ding, ding, ding, ding, ding, ding, ding, ding, ding, ding, ding, ding, all night long over this Twitter 2.0. All night long, Gabe Sanchez. And I honestly, I could not give two shits less about what Elon Musk thinks of shadow banning. But, you know, it is a thing. And I know we're going to talk about it today because I know I I noticed um, when I was loading the um, bonehead of the week graphics that you made a special someone Mm -hmm. the dishonorable mention. Right. Um, So which we had to also this is why we have those categories. Right. Right. Yeah. Because we put out the poll yesterday and it it was actually early yesterday. Yeah, it was like five o'clock my time. Right. Which usually we wait later in the night. And the reason why is because of what happened. Right. Right because we had this Twitter files shit dump or whatever the hell it is. And then you have Kirsten cinema doing the whole, I'm an independent. I'm not a member of the democratic, but yeah, no shit. Sherlock. Yeah. You know, you're not a member of the democratic party, dummy. Now thanks for making it official. We do not want you in our party. Thank you. I mean, even her own constituents were like, yeah, we, we know that. I mean, we're not never, she never even shows up (laughs) to any sort of town hall. She hasn't run anything. Whenever that happens, she's always hiding in a bathroom. I said in the first 30 minutes too, that, that the people who do show up that, that showed up to volunteer for her campaign, I bet are the most fucking pissed people on earth this morning Mm -hmm. about that topic. Yeah. About her saying, and this isn't the first time she's pulled this type of shit. Yeah. Well, you know, she because <laughs> she originally she originally was part of the, she was the Green Party. Right. And then switched to the Democratic Party. Right. And then now that she's part of the Democratic Party, and she's like, well, actually, uh, I'm an independent. <laughs> Convenient how she switched it right as the new uh, term is about to start with mm-hmm. with their with the majority before. It's not like I mean, I'm almost certain she could have switched at any point. During the time that well, she yeah, was she in could be Senate. a Republican if she wanted. You can switch yeah, yeah. anytime you want. The problem that you have, right? And here's the real issue that politicians in general have mm-hmm. is when you're elected to a certain party in a state, those constituents elected you for that representation, right? Right. So it's really difficult to start switching your party affiliation in that way. Um, yeah, it is a. It's be, very because, much a bait and switch. Right. Right. So that's just how it happens. I want to go to one more thing uh, mm-hmm. that we brought up the other day. And I'm trying to figure this out before we go to Bonehead, because we got a yeah, few yeah. minutes before we get to Bonehead. Um, I sent you some screenshots. Um, I actually, you know, we, we were talking the other day and someone brought up Pornhub. Oh, someone right. Someone yeah. brought up Pornhub. And I said, can we live stream to Pornhub? Um, and I don't, I haven't quite figured it out yet, but I was working on it yesterday. Um, and someone brought up Pornhub here in the chat. So it made me think of this. Um, but it is, it is official. I do have a (laughs) Pornhub profile, uh, and the Tony Michaels. Now I don't know exactly. I haven't figured out. I've got to apply to be a model. So Gabe Sanchez, this is a real thing. If we can stream on Pornhub, I will officially be a porn star. I think now Ooh. I'm not, we're not, not well, I'm not going to be posting nudes over there. Oh, you know, just, Oh, are you disappointed? <laughs> I mean, I, I can look, fucking if, send you some in a DM if you want. I mean, look, I, I'm not, if, 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 if we want to get into the real Twitter files, right. You know, oh, if, well, you know, it, that, that could be, but here's the thing is that it is possible. It is possible that we will be broadcasting our show in the coming weeks or months, when, coming. however, coming, yeah. coming, keyword um, coming, all over, all over the internet. Yeah, just big money shot all over the internet. Um, but I don't know if it officially. Ma- if I if I get the access yeah, yeah. as a 
Pornhub model uh, model from yeah, yeah. Pornhub. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes me a porn star or not. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not going to be posting nudes over there. I mean, unless there's a high, you know, uh, you know, market for it, then I might. Yeah. Have to well, money, money shot. shot. <laughs> oh, I mean, God. we could. And th- no, at the end of the show, it's like, and for those of you watching on Pornhub, right. that's the money shot. <laughs> instead of instead of um, the shit list, maybe we change it to the money shot. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, oh, you know, I mean, maybe on Pornhub. And maybe, maybe, maybe just segment. maybe if there's enough audience over there, we'll go exclusively. I'll tell YouTube to fuck off. I mean, yeah. if there's enough people that'll go watch us on Pornhub, I'm, I'm excited about that. So I don't know if the audience has the same excitement that I do of becoming possibly a porn, yeah. a porn Tony, star. Tony was sending me uh, screenshots yesterday yeah. and was like, as I was trying to figure yeah. it out. And he's like, so do you know anyone? Da, da, da. And he's like, oh, yeah. okay. I, I, was trying to, I was trying created. to figure it out. Because Gabe's always bragging about how he knows people in tech. Because he worked in uh-huh. tech, works in tech, and I was like, "Do you do you, do you know anyone at Pornhub?" He's like, "No. Why would I?" I'm like, "It's tech, right?" I mean, I'm sure if I really wanted to, I could find somebody you could, you, who uh, knows some somebody. connection. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Right. I don't have a direct right. connection. Oh, okay. you know. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. No. He's got it in his Rolodex. Does everyone <laughs> know what a Rolodex is? Now, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is Gabe Sanchez did admit in a in a private message that Pornhub is probably 50 50 50 percent pornography, 50 percent tech. So um, he is admitting to some degree that fueled the technology is is fueled by the porn. I would say they probably have a lot of really good. Um, people oh, who yeah. are good at tech over there that, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that aren't interested in porn. I mean, they might be. Yeah, but they might be. That's not that they're not actually in the porn industry. Right. I mean, no, they are. To run, to, to, to run Pornhub, you have to have, I mean, like you're talking about millions of people coming, mm, arriving to your site <laughs> uh, all the time. Well, I mean, not every they don't day. come and meet. I mean, they may someday, right. well, but it takes, yeah. it takes a couple hits on videos, yeah, maybe a few let's minutes. Just say there's a couple like key strokes. Yeah. That it would take, you know, right. mm-hmm. uh, to get you to do that. Um, oh, fuck. But what I will say we is... get into the gutter way too easy. Uh, you know what I, I mean? mean? It happens. Yeah, I mean, when... Do? Yeah. Well, look, when you go to the hub, it is most definitely, like, to keep... To have the uptime, the maintenance... Mm-hmm. Um, the uptime? You yeah. mean to keep, you keep the, it up? So, like, the, keep the website up? Keep the, it up? Sorry. The pump time. I mean, the uptime. Uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, you need to have well, you got to keep it up, you know. Well, you yeah, you can't have it. You can't let it you go. Can't have everything you can't down, let it go right. down. Right. right. Yeah. You got to keep mm-hmm. everyone, Jesus you know. Christ. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so you need to you have to have reliable tech in terms of making sure that people can upload video, create accounts, they can watch. I mean, the analytics side of it is I'm sure their team is is very, very talented considering how much data they're able to extract. They're able to know, OK, this is the trend. I mean, a lot of the, I will say this, the same tech, uh, the same like feature that you see in uh, YouTube where it's like, oh, here's the most played popular sections. That is, again, porn drives advancement in technology. That is hands down. Whether well, I mean, it's the, the reason, quality. it's the reason why we have uh, payment gateways on the internet. Right. It's like the it's reason, the reason why, why you can pay for shit on the right. internet. It's the reason why we got DVDs and Blu-ray. These yeah. are the actual, these are technologies that were pushed like high definition. This was all stuff 4K. 
This was all stuff that yeah, was you got to get a good image. You got to get in. Yeah. You know, I remember way back in the day, way back in the day when you had dial up. You remember mm-hmm. you had to the dial up uh-huh. and you go to, you know, I might have been a teenager, um, <laughs> but you go to a porn site and you had to download these fucking pictures. Right. Yeah. And, and it's like slow. T- right. Right. Yeah. So usually, usually you try to do it like in the afternoon after school, no one else is home. You get you a few pictures, downloading, go outside, you know, go play basketball, shoot some hoops, ride the bike, then come in and take a look at your, uh, your treasure that <laughs> yeah, you, after that a you few hours of right. slowly downloading. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's not the world that we live in today. No. And these these youngins out there need to understand that the that quick access to porn was not mm-hmm. as easy. You had to either sneak into um, your you know your parents' room if they had the porn stash of some mags <laughs> or something. Do do people even know what porn magazines are anymore? I don't know. That's a good no. question. Do they sell porn mags? I haven't bought a yeah, porn. Yeah, they mag sell. In a long time. They do sell they, porn mags. I feel like if I went to a Seven Eleven, I would yeah, be able to look behind the counter. Yeah, and they, you would have to ask for it. Like you would have to like specifically be like, hey, can I get this? But I also want to say that in my lo- my like neighborhood 7-Eleven, I don't know if there's actual like magazines that are out on display. There's a newspaper. There's like the USA Today, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But I don't know if you can actually get like there's no there's no longer a rack of of magazines. Yeah, right. Right. But well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Is that yeah. I don't know. I mean, do mag- uh-huh. is, are magazines even going to exist? Uh-huh. Who knows? I don't know. That's that's, oh man, the world. Yeah, we good live old in. porn mag. I've got, I've got a whole uh, stack of them somewhere. Oh, a whole stack of porn. Yeah. But don't you have stacks of porn mag? I don't have you stacks of porn. What did you do? What the hell did you do? I mean, I, I never had stacks of porn. Yeah, this I is had the, the internet. This I is had the, the internet. Guy. The get tech guy over here. He's like, look, uh, yeah. porn's been on the internet forever. Speaking of internet, did you watch this clip that I just played of these two fucking idiots talking oh, about how I love it. And how Twitter they, they are uh, yeah yeah well, it's, it's the reason why we suck Twitter Twitter shadow banning is the reason why we suck like get over it Fox News is the most watched fucking news station you guys were disseminating misinformation all over the place and just because Twitter chose not to participate in your nonsense mm-hmm. and shadow banning which everyone knows what shadow banning is yeah. is not but also it's not because like there, you know, whether someone's like, oh, is that shadow ban? Is that shadow ban? And we'll talk about it in, in Bonehead because I have the receipts because I'm, okay, I call out both Elon and not only, but the head of the head of trust and safety now is, doubling, which is the new one, the which new. Is new one and doubling down on just being fucking idiots. Uh, and we'll talk <laughs> about it and why certain it's people almost are... it's almost like he got rid of the best people and it was only the ones that yeah, weren't yeah. the best. And, and I just want to clarify for fake Gabe, it isn't okay. Look, all right. So they there's a clear definition of what shadow banning is, but also the same definition. This is a spoiler alert. If you stick around for Bonehead of the Week, then you will see this. I know fake Gabe will stick around for the whole show. Oh, He'll oh, be yeah. here the whole oh, time. Fuck oh, him. yeah, fuck oh. Him. He can't help uh, but watch us. When when you look at how Twitter defined that, and it's not, it's visibility filtering is what it is. Uh, it's not shadow banning, but they look at accounts and they say, okay, based on your activity, we will either push you down. We won't, we will still allow you on the platform, assuming you haven't done anything crazy or racist or bigoted or whatever. But if you're still on the platform, then we won't show your account to as many people. We won't show your tweets to as many people. If you want to specifically go and find that person, you totally can. You can search them, enter their handle, go to their profile, whatever. Uh, 
Now, this is the thing. If you think that is fascism, then I have a fucking tweet to sell oh you. Jesus and that fake tweet Gabe is... Says, fake Gabe thinks shadow banning is fascism. You're so, on Twitter, yeah. a, a, a company, a private company, now it's, it's publicly traded, but it, they, it's their platform, dummy. They own yeah. it. They get to publish. If 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 Charlie Kirk was so concerned about what what was and what wasn't shown that he wanted to post on fucking Twitter, right. then he'd have his own website. Oh yeah, that's right, he does, and they all do. You fucking post links here every fucking day of just nonsense websites that are out there. Why the why the fuck does Twitter have to participate in in these in these morons? nonsense and their yeah. misinformation they don't have to that's the point it's called so, capitalism <laughs> fake gabe somehow fake gabe says not when they're oh directed at the government it's okay so stupid. Look, i'm telling you stick around for bonehead Oosh. of the week you'll probably find yourself on there someday yeah. but i can tell you right now that the that here's a little tldr of something i'm going to talk about you ready the rule and the policy they have to handle tweets and accounts that violate and they do not want to platform further. They do not want to amplify, as you saw Charlie Kirk, do not amplify. Because it's not because of political views. It just happens to be that this guy's a conservative, a Republican, a MAGA just idiot that pushes conspiracies and misinformation. And Can that you imagine is why. Someone in MAGA pushing an idiot who Crazy. pushes conspiracy theories. But yeah. the same policy they had in 2018 when they announced this, basically they announced this in 2018. Whoa, 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 wait. You're saying uh -huh. that this policy was prior to 2020? Come yeah. on. Yeah. Come prior on. To, not only that, but here's the thing. This whole Twitter 2.0, and I'll talk about it in a little bit. 2018, they publicly put on their blog and they're, look, this is how we handle accounts, which is almost verbatim what Elon Musk wrote in a tweet like three weeks ago, which is almost verbatim to what the new head of, of trust and safety wrote just the other day in response, mm. quote tweeting Elon's post about how to, uh, to reduce the amount of impressions of hateful content uh, and tweets that are out there. It's so, almost like they knew this. It's almost, it's almost like, they, like knew they knew exactly how to handle yeah. this stuff. And they just right. did the same exact mm. thing they were mm. doing before. Seems seems sus seems sus when you're trying to develop a uh, a narrative that somehow the big scary government yeah was controlling Twitter. All right, everyone, let's just do the bonehead of the week. Everyone, yeah. stick around. We'll be right back with bonehead of the week right after these messages. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels podcast. Fellow patriots, what would you do if there was a Trump supporter right in front of you, crying in pain because they have to live under communist tyranny? We know what you would do. You'd reach out and give that true American a hand. Now, here's your chance. For only $50 a day, you can help us help those true Americans recover from Biden's socialist reign of terror. These are those Trump supporters, and this is that moment. Send your donation via Venmo to the real president, Donald J. Trump. It's only $50 a day, <clears throat> recurring. And it means you'll get these Trump supporters the critical help they so desperately need to survive under this false regime. Please donate now, because those Trump supporters you just saw can't wait another moment. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. We're back 
to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Reached. Second hour, you know what happens on Friday during the second hour. You vote, you decide for Bonehead of the Week. We break it down right here on the Tony Michaels Podcast. Bonehead of the Week. Bonehead of the Week. You got uh, Twitter files and a big pile of shit there. Oh, yeah. Big pile of shit. Big pile of shit, because that's big what it is. steamy pile of shit. It's hmm. nothing Nothing. A nothing burger. Nothing. So is that is that what goes on a nothing burger? A turd. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, nothing burger. There's nothing there. No, actually, when you bite into a nothing Pile burger, you get a mouthful of shit. <laughs> because then the thing that you continue to spew is just bullshit. You know, uh, you're already sending me links. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sending. I, I'm, you, a, I'm, I'm imagining. You. I'm imagining that you're like, let's get into this. Let's. Yeah, we could. Do, we could go either way. We could go. Yeah, w- let's just jump into it. Let's. Just, yeah, let's just do bonehead of the week. Yeah, Here it is. Welcome to bonehead of the week. This edition. This week's edition. We got some boneheads, Gabe Sanchez. How do we we vote for Bonehead of the Week, though? How do we do this? We have polls on Twitter and on YouTube. Oh, okay. So go to at Tony Michaels Pod on Twitter. And you can also follow us here on YouTube. Go to the community tab. You Mm -hmm. can vote every single week. And every Friday, we do Bonehead of the Week here on the Tony Michaels Podcast. And we give a shortened version on Midas Touch Network. So go follow their YouTube channel over there as well. And check out the um, the clipped version. We do a little clip. Yeah, yeah. Bonehead of the week over there. Everyone likes a little clip. Mm-hmm. But if you want to watch it, you can watch it here every single Friday. Or you can download a Gabe Sanchez Ooh. every single Sunday on Apple, Spotify, Google. We get thousands of downloads on just Bonehead of the Week alone every single week. So while you're there, though, make sure while you're there subscribing on your favorite directory that you leave us a great review. Mm-hmm. So I know we got a good slate of boneheads, but the one bonehead that we put on there, I was like, yeah, he's going to win. Oh, 100%. Now this th- th- full disclosure, we did the bonehead poll a little early this week. So uh, some people that you think would be on the list didn't make mm-hmm. it on the list because it hadn't broke to the news. And, you know, that's how bonehead works. But that's the great part about how we do bonehead is we always have special categories that we can right. You know, throw in those last minute boneheads. That's actually how it happened. Yeah. The Alpacuck and the dishonorable mention. We had to have this way because it was always like, oh my God, now we got Can these you two believe this, this person? Yeah. I mean, so, literally yeah. this morning, this person found themselves on Bonehead of the Week because of what they did when the news broke. Right. Like it right. was, it was, it was like eight. Eight o'clock this morning, we're like, yep. or my time, eight o'clock my oh, and, time. And I was like, and it was easy. Boom. It was easy. Yeah, it was easy. It was easy decision. But here was your decision this week for Bone of the Week. We had Peter Ducey. And I'm actually, as I'm saying it, I forgot he was even on there. Yeah. You know, when I was making the graphics, I was like, oh, yeah, Jim Jordan, Donald Trump. Who's the third one? And I, <laughs> and I didn't want to, I was like having this like mm-hmm. moment of like just blanking. And I was like, no, I can't look at the text. I can't look at the right. poll. I'm going to remember this. It nope. took me. A solid 40 seconds to, right. like, run through things that I could remember people right. doing this week. 
and well, I, we put him on there because of yesterday something that he said in a in a in a, yeah. in a White House press briefing, of course. And then we had Jim Jordan. Jim, I don't report sex crimes. Jordan, he's mm-hmm. easy to put on this list. Oh yeah, he could be on this list like every day probably. If we had bonehead of the day, Jim Jordan could be on this list. Always and then there. of course the bonehead of all boneheads, Donald Trump, um, the fucking biggest loser of all time. Really, honestly. We should make this loser of all time poll with Donald Trump on it. But uh, let's do the Peter Ducey story first, I guess. Let's go through why he's on Bonehead of the Week. What is the reason? Could you remember? Because I'm struggling. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, I remember yeah. I mean, what happened yesterday. Yeah, Peter Peter Ducey, you know, yeah. irrelevant and forgetful for sure. Uh, but the reason <laughs> is because this the news of Brittany Griner Correct. coming back from Russia was mm-hmm. announced. And Peter Ducey decided to uh, open his dumb mouth, per usual, in the press briefing room and ask a question as to what was a good or better deal, um, which brings up a, a larger discussion of Donald Trump being the one that could have could have been the only one that have made this deal. And not only that, but would have been able to get every single uh, U.S. Marine back to the country, which yeah, okay. people seem to have a little bit of... Okay, so so what you're uh, yeah. saying is because there's actually two white dudes in Russia that they're talking mm-hmm. about. There's a professor. I actually mm-hmm. uh, do not have his name at the tip of my tongue now. And then there's this Marine Whalen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another white dude. Now, obviously, they made the deal for the professional athlete, Brittany Griner. She is a black gay woman. And I believe... It is my belief that that is why the right wing is pissed off. And I am going to stand by that belief. And I don't need to have anything but their evidence of them calling it wokeism or some shit. Yeah. That's the reason why she that was the deal that Russia was willing to make. And the reason why is because Russia did not want to make a deal with an unknown. They right. they much rather honestly this this is this is Vladimir Putin's idea because he wants to be in the in the American media as much as he possibly can mm-hmm. and trading trading a Marine was not going to get him in the news as much as trading Brittany Griner right Putin knew that the Russian the Russian diplomats knew that when they were negotiating and this is the deal that the Biden administration could make. Right. Is for Brittany Griner. Now, here's Peter Ducey's question about the deal that they made in the press briefing yesterday. Um, and again, this is why he ended up on Bonehead. Great. In this prisoner swap, why did Russia get such a better deal? <laughs> okay. First off, first off, the idea, the idea that it is a better deal, I don't understand. It, it was a, it was one prisoner. For one prisoner. Yeah. Right. It was an American for right. a Russian. Right. Now they want to make this big hoopla about this. I don't know. He's, he, he, there's a nickname for this guy. I guess he's an arms dealer. Right. Apparently. They, well, they keep pushing the merchant of death. Is, yeah. The merchant like, of death. That's what he's known as. That's what he's known as. This guy who goes by the, the nickname, the nickname merchant of death. I mean, there's literally a video. We is, I called it yesterday. John I was Jr. like, I, I going to do like, the video. I was like, I can't wait for him to release a video uh, using the finger puppets. And sure enough, he didn't do as many, but he did do all oh, the merchant of death. So it's they want to compare uh, a successful black U.S. athlete Olympian 
who is also gay to someone. And I mean, I saw tons of jokes, tons of jokes that people thought were funny that were attacking Brittany Griner and being like, Oh, they got a, it was like, they got a plug and all we got was Juana man. Juana man was the joke that was being made, which if anyone's seen the movie, it's about uh, an NBA player who gets, um, removed from the NBA and he wants to keep playing. So he pretends uh, yeah, to be a yeah. woman and, and then and, joins the WNBA. And, and the imaginary little movie plays into their little trope. Right. So they're right? like, Oh, we got was Juana man. So right out of the gate, you already had this, like, uh, this homophobic, uh, no, transphobic, not them, surely and misogynist not. kind of combination. Oh right. Cause they're like, Oh, Brittany Griner's a man. And, uh, she's a, a America, USA hating activist. Again, you can live in this country and still be proud of it and also be vocal about it. Right. I mean, all of and these it other- is, and it is your Liberty to, to, and, and the reason Crazy. why the reason why we have the DOD to fight for our Liberty is, is to speak out against mm-hmm. the actions in our country. We're it's not China. Okay. It's not communist China dummies, yeah. but that's what they want. And you know, let's finish up what Ducey says here. Really, it's a broader story, but Ducey just ended up on the bonehead. Look, you know, I've talked about this, uh, and I'll say this again. Here were our choices. Our choices was uh, Brittany or no one at all, bringing home one American or no American at all. And, and that's that. Professional that's, athlete. We gave up a prolific arms dealer who was convicted of trying to kill Americans, who was called the merchant of death. The professional athlete is also an American citizen. So let's not forget that. Who and deserved... American citizens. And, so, and, 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 and I've explained how the Russians have illegally uh, treated, totally illegitimately uh, treated his situation. I've been very clear on that. Uh, we've laid that all, We've laid that out for you. Uh, and again, the president felt that this was an opportunity to bring Brittany home. He is going to continue to do everything he can to bring Paul Whelan home, just like he did with Trevor Reed, just like he was able to secure Trevor Reed's release. Okay, so again, when you go back to the Whelan story, I mean, you could hash this out. Trump had the opportunity to get Whelan home. He was the president, for crying out loud. If, If his Vladdy daddy, if he had such a good relationship like he claims, then he should have been able to get everyone, every American that was detained home, right? I mean, he got him on one plane, one beautiful plane, the most terrific plane trip ever back to America. The point is, is they don't want Brittany Griner to come back to the United States. Right. They would much rather she be held in detainment in Russia than mm-hmm. to have another one of them black lesbian women in this country. That's literally their thought process. They right. do not care. They don't care that she's American citizen. They don't give a shit what the situation is that Russia was going to use her as a way to get into the news in this country. And really, honestly, you know, maybe, maybe not. It's good for Putin. I doubt it. I mean, you know, he can't even hold in a turd at this point. Right. But um, this situation here is that Russia was willing to deal uh, and do and do a prisoner swap with Brittany Griner and the administration mm-hmm. for, for whatever it's worth took advantage of that and, and made sure to get Brittany Griner United States. And this is home. and th- th- this is also something for uh, you want to pull this article up. This yeah. is for fake Gabe and every other MAG Republican out there that wants to make a comparison to say, oh, this wasn't a fair deal and they got a better deal out of this. Okay. You've got the actual family 
of Wayland giving their response in support of what the decision in, in support of the decision that was made by President Biden to trade Griner for the Merchant of Death or Gow or Bout or whatever his fucking name is. And can't you imagine the reason why Wayland's family would be like this is because when the opportunity comes for Russia to trade Wayland possibly and and seek his return to the United States, that the United States government and the administration, the president and the, and the Department uh, um, uh, of State would not mm-hmm. say, well, fuck you. We don't like that deal. So fuck you. Right. That's the reason why is because they would seek and want that same that same deal. If there's a deal to be made, they want their fucking relative, their loved one to have that deal. There wasn't the deal for Wayland. There wasn't. And as soon as there is the opportunity, which if it's under Joe Biden, he'll fucking take it. He will fucking take it and he will secure his return to his family in the United States. Same Same exact reason that he's an American citizen. Exactly. One, we, we were able to get back one, one person, one American citizen, which was a was a better deal than getting back none. So if all of these Republicans want to push it, oh well, we shouldn't have done that because that person hates America. That's not that's not at all what this person stands for. Also, fake Gabe. Okay, they said uh, CNN says you're full of shit. Exclusive. Paul Whalen tells CNN is disappointed that it has not been done. Yeah, he could be disappointed by it, but he supports the decision, and so does the family. The family understands the situation that's at play right now. Jesus Christ, man. Again, it's like again, literally again have dumb fuck fucking source in front of you. If it was their family member that was the one being that had the negotiation and it was either take them or nothing at all, that family would want them to take their relative, right. their loved one, and bring them back to the US, you fucking idiot. And they wouldn't say, yeah, well, no, I'm not, I don't, we don't want our relative back because we can't, we can't get every prisoner that's there. That's the point. You're, right. you're miss. I mean, you miss every fucking point. And so now, crazy. look. And if you were that person, if you were wailing it, yeah, of course you'd be like, I'm disappointed that I wouldn't be able to get out right now. Obviously, for both situations, illegitimate to hold them there. But you, you look at what is, you, you look at the situation, and you still fucking hit the wall head on and keep running, thinking that you made an actual point. Again, you keep trying to push the idea that. She wasn't worthy of it. That an American. That's exactly that's exactly worthy. what he believes. Right. He believes she's not a real American because she's black, she's gay, and she's a woman. She doesn't have the rights to come. She doesn't have the right to come back here, Gabe. She's not really a, a full citizen. She's not a white male. She's not a straight white male. So it doesn't fit what he wants to have America. So he doesn't want her here. They don't right. want her here. That's exact. And and I would bet. I would almost bet that the next fucking bonehead would say the same fucking thing. Jim, I don't report sex crimes, Jordan. Why is and, he and on the he, fucking well, he's, list? He's on the list this week because uh, Eric Swalwell called him out in support because there was a whole topic of anti-Semitism and Trump being anti-Semitic. And the question that was brought up was, does he support, like, or rather was, why did you delete your House Judiciary GOP tweet about Kanye in support of Kanye, right? Because if everyone remembers the tweet, it was Kanye, Elon, Trump. And it was up there for nearly two months. It was up there for 56 days. And then it was deleted the day that Kanye went on to Alex Jones and started saying, I love Hitler. Hitler was a great guy. We need to stop. We need to stop harassing Nazis. We need to let them do this, do that. 
Look, freedom of speech. Okay. Freedom well, of speech, but again, you know, freedom of speech, but you are not free of the consequences of your actions. You say you something, there are going to be consequences. A, a, a company or a group of people can say, you know what? I'm not going to buy your stuff anymore. I'm not going to support you anymore. I'm not going to, I'm not going to platform you anymore. You made the decision to make these comments. And Jim Jordan runs the House Judiciary GOP account. Right. And you tweets from it. And uh, this mm-hmm. is from your what was that account. If you're not uh, following it, go follow uh, what was that with Gabe Sanchez on Twitter at what was that show. Um, but you, you put here, Rep. Eric Swalwell says, do you denounce your House Judiciary GOP tweet um, praising Kanye West? That tweet was not our account. And that tweet's been removed. How would you? How would you? How, hold on. how, how would you? How, know it been how would you remove it if it wasn't in your yeah. account? I, it's really so. It's funny. either your account or it's not your account. But either way, how do you know that it was removed? And how do it's, you know which tweet we're talking about? It's really weird. Let's watch this uh, quick clip of this exchange. So, and do you uh, denounce your tweet the, praising the, uh, Kanye West? The we, that tweet was not our account. And that tweet was removed. Okay. So again. He says it's been removed and that was not our. So is it that it wasn't posted on their account? Is it that it has been? Rem, I, I'm not sure what it he's lying about it, or trying it, to lie it, about it, or gaslight it, more than anything. In that tweet, because I'm sure people are like, oh, well, this this is not the real thing. This is not what's there. Look, you can go to the tweet that I made from what was that. And I even put in the archived version you can go to using, you know, archive.org or the Wayback Machine. You click the link and you can go back to the House Judiciary. And you're like, oh, no, that was this account is was is a blue check mark that was created by. You know what? Else. You know what? Here's what it, this is what we should do. We should make sure that Twitter three point Twitter files three point Make sure that they reveal they reveal with internal tool screenshots. Mm. Rather, this was actually on. I want a full. I want a full cock committee investigation here. Yep. This is so important. This is more important than anything else in our democracy at this point in history. We need to know from Elon Musk, and I'm sure someone that we're going to bring up here on Bonehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That the, the the safety and Twitter uh, uh, czar, whatever the hell it is. Um, I I want this is the most important investigation that we can have right now. I want a cock committee as soon as possible to investigate when and where and what account this tweet was on when it was deleted. And I want screenshots. Mm-hmm. I want screenshots from the internal tools that are being used over Twitter. I'm just saying. So yeah, um, if you go to this tweet, if you go to that tweet, and you go to the next tweet. In the thread, there's only two tweets, the okay, main what? one and the, and the one in the thread. In the, okay. Yeah, and we can do this live on the show right now. We'll, I'll show you that this is actually their tweet. Okay, so so this is this is the, the web archive, yeah. right? So this is there. So if you click that. Okay, well, it's going to take me to a different window, so I'm going to have to click it, go out. Hang, hang on okay, a second. All right, all right. They, they're going to blame me like, oh, you're, 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 you're making shit up. And it's just because this tool is available to anyone. Just go way back machine. You look in there and you write in, you enter the URL. You can see archived versions if they have it. Now, here we see a tweet from the house, 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 judiciary, GOP at judiciary, GOP. It says Kanye, Elon Trump. It was sent from Jim Jordan's iPhone. He thought he was being so fucking witty. Now, 
Because you if see you, their iPhone. Yeah. If you click that link, House Judiciary, not to translate, hit that one. Mm-hmm. And it takes you to, it'll probably take that. Oh, where are we now? We oh, are at the House whoa. Judiciary GOP account. At Let's Judiciary just make sure. GOP. Let's see. It's run by Jim Jordan. It's got 272 points. And keep in mind, they have 280 now. This is the archived version at the time. So just a screenshot capture of that time okay and the account was created when let's just see let's, let's see let's see when it when, when was it created it looks like the 13th third january 2013. 2013 okay so almost almost 10 years they've had this account gotcha mm. okay so this mm. shows you from that tweet this is actually their account so jim jordan can say that's not our account and it was deleted so either one it's your account and you deleted it or two, it's not your account, but or you're a lying piece of shit. You're a lying piece of shit. How about right. that? How about that, Jim Jordan? You're a lying piece of shit, and you don't report sex crimes. Mm-hmm. So you're you're not only a lying piece of shit. You're just a fucking vile scumbag. So congratulations to Jim Jordan again being on the bone of the week. He didn't make the winner's circle, but he did make the list of of contestants. Yeah. Now we have some special contestants here. Um, should we go to the DM? Now, since we're kind of on that subject, yeah, should we? Yeah, why not? Uh, so tell us about the dishonorable mention here. So, this is Barry Wise. Barry Wise is a uh journalist reporter, we'll say. Well, well, uh, well wait, wait a second, wait a second. Let, let okay. So, the reason why this is significant, yeah, is because of the board behind you. The reason, and the reason why we have dishonorable mention is because these stories come in late, so something happened. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Gabe Sanchez. Right. Tell us what happened yesterday to put Barry Weiss as the dishonorable mention here on Bonehead of the Week. So yesterday, Barry Weiss released Twitter Files 2.0, the secret blacklist. Like this is some sort of fucking young you young uh, young adult novel almost. So now you said Barry Weiss is a journalist. Why not Matt Taibbi in this case? He's the journalist that did the original Twitter files. Right. So they're switching off. So Matt Taibbi did 1.0, followed up on the Twitter files supplemental. (laughs) Then Barry Weiss went off and did 2.0. Then Matt Taibbi is going to come back to do 3.0. I don't know how many versions are going to come up, you know? Also, like you would assume if there's like a, a 1.0, a 2.0, 3.0, that there's like a 1.2, a 3.1. Maybe that's the supplement and they just mismarked yeah, it. But know. it's like uh, they called it supplemental. But either mm. way, they're they're doing this hot potato right now with these files, right? They're trying to prove that Twitter uh, was in cahoots with the U.S. government at the time to try to suppress the release of Hunter Biden's dick pics. That's really what it comes down to. Then they're trying to show that because they worked in a malicious manner, they were actually trying to suppress right-wing voices. Now, again, this act of them bringing down right-wing accounts or not bringing down, I mean, unless they're banned or suspended, but them taking down these things or or moving them down in the hierarchy of what's actually uh, promoted on Twitter. So someone called that shadow banning, right? Right. They would call it shadow banning. It's called visibility filtering. Um, and so it's when you say, uh, actually, you know what? If you click in here, which this is, this is a good summary of the, of the tweet here. So this is, is what is Elon, this, is this the one you're, is this the one you want here? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Elon says on November 18th, so this is like three weeks ago, he says new Twitter policy is freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. So keep in mind what he's saying. You're saying you can say whatever you want, but Twitter as a company has the right to say, ah, you know, we're going to suppress the amount of reach that you have as an account. It seems like Elon is using his dictatorial power here, and maybe he's just being influenced by government officials. I'm just saying. Right. Maybe. So then he says negative slash hate tweets will be max deboosted and demonetized. So no ads on or other revenues or other revenue to Twitter. You won't find the tweet unless you specifically seek it out, which is no different from the rest of the Internet. Okay? He's describing so, he's describing um, what a word that we just used, I think. Isn't he? Isn't that what shadow banning really is? Yeah. And if fake Gabe wants to talk about what's visibility filtering versus shadow banning, fine. You can say they're the same thing. But what Elon is saying right now is he says, if you're an account and you put hate speech or other things out there, then we are going to say no one should be able to see your account like normal. They have to actively go out and see the tweet. Okay. Now, this is from 2018. This is uh, two former employees of Twitter and coming forward to talk about shadow banning. People are like, oh, shadow banning, shadow banning, shadow banning. So they say the best definition we found for shadow banning is deliberately making someone's content undiscoverable to everyone except the person who posted unbeknownst to the original poster. So that would, that would be saying that shadow banning would say that everything is unavailable. Everything is unavailable to not ex- just a specific hateful right, tweet. Right. It's it's one person can see it, and it's the original person who posted. That would be the only person. Everyone else can't see it. So even if they look for it, they couldn't find it. Even if they were linked to it, they couldn't see it. That is what that they are saying right now. So in 2018, they put up. A, there's a fucking FAQ on the website they gave. You can go there. This is also a specific blog article post that they put out for this. He loves he loves links. He I loves know, he links. loves links. He loves links. So you can easily also <laughs> fake Gabe if you want to fucking just search Twitter shadow ban blog, you'll find it. In here they say we do not shadow ban because remember, shadow banning would say that it's the suppression of everything so no one could ever see it. Right? You'd be basically and that's Shouting every the- single post that you would post. Right, so exactly. I, so for instance, if I was shadow banned, it wouldn't matter what the hell I was posting. It would right. not matter what I, even if I just posted, hey, hey, can you see this tweet? You know, you get that a lot. Like, right. uh, uh, testing, testing right, in my right, shadow right. band. You can, right? you can shout into the void and no one would hear it, which means you could say the craziest, racist, bigoted, homophobic, transphobic, xenophobic things online and no one would ever see it. Hey, Gabe, you might, hey, you might be, you might be a, a ally to shadow banning and you just don't know it. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. So. So basically what they say here is they say shadow banning is the complete suppression where no one would be able to find it, see it, interact with it. Only the person who posted. So again, you're basically just yelling into the void and being like, hello, hello, hello. And nobody responds. It's just like a private diary at that. Exactly. Pretty much. It's just like if you had your account on private, Mm -hmm. it would be the equivalent of shadow banning. Now, this is where it gets interesting. You see, we do not shadow ban. You are always able to see tweets from accounts you follow, although you may have to do more work to find them. Like, I don't know, go directly to their profile. And we certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints or ideology. Now, go back to Elon's real quick. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's see if we can go back to you're talking about the graphic that I just showed of his tweet, right? Yeah, of his tweet. Hmm. Let's see what that says. 
So he says, you won't find the tweets unless you specifically seek it out, which is no different. That sounds yeah, that sounds like this 2018 article. It huh. sounds like the same thing. That's it's crazy. almost it's almost like it's not a new Twitter policy. It's almost like he's trying to yeah. uh, say it is when it actually isn't. Now, there's another part here. Negative slash hate tweets will be max debooses and, de- and and demonetized, so no ads or other revenue to Twitter. Now, go back to uh go back to the one that was from 2018. Hmm. Let's see here. Okay, here we are. Uh, if you, uh, there we go. We do not rank tweets and search results. We do this because Twitter is most useful when it immediately relevant. These ranking models take many signals into consideration and best organize them time relevance. We must also address the bad faith actors who intend to manipulate, distract from a healthy conversation. So basically what they're saying is they have an algorithm and they have a way in which things are ranked and they will de-rank, de-boost, max de-boost. Hmm. Uh, demonetize the accounts that are malicious in nature and shooting out hate speech. It's almost like it's the same thing that he said here. Yeah. It's almost like huh. the same exact thing he's saying here. Hmm. Crazy. Very weird. Crazy. Very weird. It's, it's almost, almost. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It's I, almost like Elon is just doing what he normally does, which is. Right. Say he created something. Yeah. But really, somebody else did it before him. So he's taking credit. Hmm. Very interesting. Very, very, very interesting. This altogether, Twitter Files 2.0 was another fucking pile of shit. (laughs) Because Barry Weiss only showed us. And, you know, if we want to go. Actually, I think there's something that's more important. There's a link that I sent you. Yeah. um, Which is from... Uh, it's a screenshot of one of her tweets and it's from her 30 tweet thread, which she did a 30. So 30, this is she did wow. 30 tweets. Okay. Okay. So w- which um, is it? The, what was that? Or is it the no, second no, no, one? No. If you go to the, the second one that okay. I sent you. Okay. Get it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now this is what I want people to, to keep in mind and fake Gabe. This is important. Okay. Listen up. This is very important because it talks about privacy. All right. So, Elon Musk gave Barry Weiss and Matt Taibbi direct access to the internal tools that are used by Twitter employees, uh, which has further developed into a new uh, development, I will say. So what I said was, I'm pretty sure users did not consent to report reporters, journalists invading their privacy, okay? Whether it was them directly in the tools or them over someone's shoulder fucking taking photos, and Republicans like fake Gabe are totally okay with this because it's to own the libs. Now, right? Oh, someone's yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine if a journalist was had access to internal tools to to suppress to suppress the speech of Republicans? It's, oh my God, they would lose it's their crazy. Mind. Hmm. It is. It would be. I don't know. It would seem like somebody who is like all about owning their privacy, like Republicans and don't want big government and all this bullshit. They wouldn't want that, but but they're okay with it because it's to own the libs. Now, if you scroll down, I just want to point out a few things here. So she says, one of the accounts that rose to level of scrutiny was libs of TikTok. Yeah, because it's a fucking transphobic account that targets people and sends a bunch, incites people to attack them, okay? 
an account that was on the trends blacklist and was designated as do not take action on user without consulting SIP PES. What does that mean? I couldn't so, figure out last night what that means. So and I was she, trying to read your thread, but I was like, hey, not yeah, yeah. Uh, so what does I'll, that mean? So it's a it's a committee. It's a group of people who make a decision based on the content. There are two. So what you're that- saying. So what you're saying is is literally libs of TikTok account on mm-hmm. Twitter gets special treatment where no one can take action against this account until they consult with this committee, the SIPPS, right? Mm -hmm. So you're saying literally what they're claiming that these people that they don't get special treatment are the ones actually getting special treatment. Now you may argue, Oh, well it's, it's because they're trying to silence them, but Mm -hmm. they're actually giving them special treatment with a special consulting committee to make sure every single piece of their content is that is supposed to be seen is seen. And what I mean by that is anyone and everyone who has a user account on Twitter can report any tweet they want to. Now, regardless, rather that report results in any kind of, um, um, recommendation or any kind of punishment against that post mm-hmm. it doesn't matter you as a user have the right to report any fucking post or any account yeah. that you want to yeah but what is happening in this situation and i'll scroll down and show the mm-hmm. screenshot here in a minute is that libs of tiktok a vile fucking account who is a right a alt-right account who like you said disseminates just absolute lies to incite people to to attack these accounts, to attack other accounts on other platforms, uh, and and even calling bomb threats to children's hospitals, mm-hmm. that they get special treatment on every single one of their posts that is reported by a special committee. It is ridiculous to say that these accounts weren't the accounts that were actually getting the special treat. I I I highly doubt. Even the shit I post on Twitter, which is mm-hmm. most of the time. I mean, I called Kristen Cinema this morning a cunt on yeah. on Twitter, which it, most I saw. Are, I oh saw Trunt was oh. was trending. Trunt well, yeah. was it trending? Okay, but yeah. um, but here's the thing: is that I am almost sure that my account doesn't have some fucking special counsel that yeah, yeah. That, that that I get special treatment because here's the screenshot that you know where they get the special treatment. Libs of TikTok. Now this is a screenshot that Barry Weiss has taken over the shoulder of someone. Is that is that what yeah, I'm understanding? So, yeah, yeah. So they have uh, the question last night was, does Barry Weiss and Matt Taibbi because they were I guess uh, they were both given company laptops and access to certain things. They were added to the Slack channel. They, basically, they were given way more access than you would normally get. I mean, basically, what these people are these journalists uh, are doing is they have they're doing pr for a company they were hired as journalists to investigate but really what they're doing is pr for elon musk right but in this screenshot it says uh you know do not take action on user without consulting with sip pes which stands for site integrity policy policy escalation support okay so what they're saying is is a twitter a twitter employee who would take action on other accounts, they get the discretion. Libs of TikTok got special treatment. Yep. They got special treatment to make sure that a Twitter employee would not take action without 
the consultation from right. the SIP PES. And this is and, and keep in mind, this is taken right now. Okay. This isn't from months right. ago. This, this is, is right still now. getting special treatment. They still get special treatment. They still have this committee. They still have this condition in their fucking code that says, hey, flag, do not take this action. This is still exists. Now, here's the reason that this concerns or should concern a lot of people is because uh, go back to that photo. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let me bring it up here. In in that photo, right? There's a lot of PII information, which is personal information. Okay. Your email, which if you want to access the email, you click that button. It would reveal the email in the top right. In the in the bottom right, you're able to access the IP addresses. So yesterday, I think we were talking about. Um, yeah, someone reposted. Nick, Nick Fuentes. Yeah, Nick Fuentes. Getting, he was yeah, on a right. Twitter mm-hmm. space, right? right? And I said, well, if he made an account in a different IP address, like he was in LA like or maybe something. A, maybe a different cell phone or yeah, something different like cell that. Phone, it would have a different IP address. So you can track IP addresses to know like, oh, great. I want to ban this IP address and I want to block them out so they aren't able to create another account. That's what that lower section is. So this is the activity, where they were and what time they logged in. The middle section is their account that says, you know, how many tweets they have, how many followers, uh, what's, uh, how many people they follow. I don't know. I think that maybe it's a ratio. I'm not sure what the 0.09 is, but in there it says uh, high profile, active notification spike, trends, blacklist, recent abuse strike, Twitter blue verified, multiple accounts, strike count two. They did two things. High profile, not safe for work view because they're posting things that are not safe for work. And there's some other tags. So these are just labels. These are attributes that are added based on conditions they met. So in other words, when a Twitter employee logs in in this internal tool, they can see the tags that are on any account. Exactly. Not and just they this can one, also any. see what the actions were taken. So what got that? Like, where were the violations? Then if you go over to the left side, mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. you can look at their timeline. The spaces, recordings, the live videos, the communities they're a part of. People, I'm not sure what guano is yet uh, outside of bat shit. You can see their email, <laughs> their phone, the list they've created or part of. Bat the shit, dir- rat shit, dirty old twat. The part that is really concerning is direct messages. Yeah. Right? So now, whether you Whoa, get- whoa, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. Are you telling me that there's a journalist standing behind a Twitter employee- who has access to this internal tool, who could click that button, direct messages, and see not just libs of TikTok's direct messages, but any user's direct messages. Is that what you're saying? It would appear, it would appear that way. You know, you've isn't and, that and, isn't that I don't know. I doesn't that break terms of service? It, doesn't that break your I mean I privacy I, as a user? I can tell you, I did not agree to a condition in the terms of service that said. I would allow a third party like a reporter to get access to my private account. Now, I doubt that my account is that controversial that it would have these flags. Or I don't know. You should see some of the shit I've sent you in a DM. Oh, who knows? (laughs) But this is an invasion of someone's privacy in the sense that you're you're allowed to go. You're the new, and this is this is where okay. So now that we've seen that you can you can look into someone's account. This is the internal tool. It's a dashboard that you can look through. All we've never activities. seen this before, right? This is the no, very first time we we've have ever seen this before. I have we? Yes. In 2020, mm-hmm. Vice released an article that talked about it was uh, it was an it was an account or sorry, the article was about hackers getting access to internal tools through social engineering, and what they ended up doing was they released 
some internal screenshots, actual screenshots, not photos taken over someone's shoulder. Right. It was actual what, what you what you mean a screen uh, like a screen uh, grab where you're yeah, grabbing yeah. the image of the screen as opposed to right again taking a photo of a screen right 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 exactly so that is that was released in 2020 okay by so by the way the proper years. way the proper way to take a screenshot is to screen grab it not to take a picture of yeah, a yeah. screen everyone this knows is that. like this is very much uh, Project just, Veritas style right. Well, like, oh yeah, fucking got that. Boom, it snap is, it. It is Elon. So yeah, it is. Which <laughs> actually, I have a tweet in my drafts that's going to call Elon out for this. But, well, you better be careful. They'll be looking at it in the internal tools. Probably he's taking, gonna look. He's going to look at the stuff and see all the stuff that we say about him. But oops, maybe they like dick pics so much that's why they like to take the the snapshots. I don't know. I don't know. But okay, in this well. scenario, they revealed they they revealed something that had already been revealed two years prior. Oh. People already knew these internal tools existed. People wait. already knew that there was this way in which to handle tweets and accounts. It's wait, called wait, content wait. moderation. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that Twitter files 2.0 is a nothing burger too. God it's another, damn it. it's another, here. I'm me, so, I'm so surprised and so disappointed. <laughs> Twitter 1.0 supplemental yep. and 2.0. Yep. 1.0 yep. revealed that, uh, hey, you can't just go posting around uh, non-consensual dick pics and photos of naked people. What? Or, yeah. You can't do it. Sorry. That's against terms of service. That's and there's bullshit. a, and, and what it really proved is there's a reporting process. Yeah. So when those things are online and there's not consensual that you can report them. You're telling me people can report tweets. That's nonsense. That yeah. can't so be. Then <laughs> Twitter supplemental. Yeah. Revealed that Jim which Baker, would really, it really should be 1.1, right? Or 1.2. Yeah. It should be like 1.1 or something. Like right. That. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so then, so then supplemental revealed that, uh, was Jim Baker was general counsel. Now the person yeah. that would have said a lawyer, hey, should, right? A yeah, lawyer. The, He's a the lawyer. The person who who would have revealed or or rather vetted like what 2.0 did, they would be like, eh, I don't know if we could show those things. That guy was fired. Okay. So there's that before his doing his job. And then 2.0, as we've seen here, just shows you that there's a internal tool to moderate content in accounts for violating terms of service hmm you mean the company had a way to make sure to take down accounts and to make sure that these accounts weren't violating terms of service that seems ridiculous really. yeah pretty crazy it seems ridiculous that they would develop tools to make sure that the shit that they didn't want on their website didn't end up on their website right. that sounds really ridiculous so that's 1.0 <laughs> supplemental 2.0 oh 3. my god is coming from matt taibbi and i guarantee it's going to be another Nothing burger, but there's one final tweet and then we yeah. can move on that I want to show just trying to educate people as well as fake Gabe uh, because yeah. he's so adamant about this suppression. Mm -hmm. So is it this one here. No, that's nope, the, no, no, no. One. Which, the which one, one before the first one. No, no, the last one I sent you, I think. Yeah, oh, he's got he got so many links yeah. here. Sorry, I, I bring the receipts. The production that the production is 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 a uh, high today and there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of evidence that we got to, is this it? Is this the one you want? Yeah. Yeah. So if you scroll up that one, we'll start there. Okay. Right here. No, scroll up. Scroll oh, up, scroll up. oh. Yes. sorry. Okay. So in this tweet, it's the same screenshot, right? So what, what was revealed last night that people were able to figure out that there was an overlay of a user's account, which was air. Uh, the, yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. It was a user account. And this said, this couldn't possibly be new Twitter head of safety, Ella Irwin. Oh, Letting, so they figured out who it was that was right. logged in. 
So then they said it couldn't possibly be the new head of trust and safety letting this person take photos of a back-end tool from behind their back, right? Then you scroll down, and this is how the new head of safety responded. So this is this person they're accusing of doing it. Yeah, yeah. So who who then fucking reveals herself? <laughs> she says, correct, for security purposes. You these got damn right. <laughs> <laughs> these screenshots requested came from me so we could ensure no PII. Uh, so personal information was exposed. We did not give the access to reporters and no reporters are not accessing users DMs. So this is, again, you've got the head of trust and safety running around, taking screenshots from her phone of internal tools of accounts that are all right-wing accounts, by the way, they're all right. They just happen to be right-wing accounts and hmm. they're bringing it up. And what they hate about it is the fact of, like, oh, God forbid, because flips of TikTok was like, oh, my God, they revealed tonight. And Charlie Kirk was like, they, they revealed tonight that we were suppressed and our voices were suppressed and all this <laughs> bullshit. Actually, what they really revealed was there was a whole process to moderate content in accounts that were posting uh, shit against terms of service. Well, against here's, service. here's the other thing, too. Here's the other thing that I want you to remember is, like Gabe said, all these screenshots and shit came from right-wing accounts. They did not post, not one, not one left-wing account, and they won't. Right. They won't post a left-wing account because it's going to show the same shit. It's yeah. going to show the same thing, that a controversial left-wing account that has a lot of followers that post a lot of stuff may or may not be against terms of service is going to have the same fucking moderation tools. Mm -hmm. It's going to have the same consideration for moderation. That's why they're not going to post it. They won't show you the evidence, all of it, because it doesn't fit their narrative. And that is why, that is why Barry Weiss is the mm -hmm. dishonorable mention this week. Now, I want to move to the alpha cuck. Yeah. But before I do, I do want to say this. That there is more substance inside of a Rudy Giuliani COVID fart than there is in any of the Twitter files. That's all I'm yep. going to. Yep. I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. So let's go to the <laughs> alpha cuck of the week. Kirsten Cinema. Mm. Gabe Sanchez. Why is Senator? She's a Democrat. See, we don't discriminate. Well, she was. Well, we don't Democrat. discriminate against Republican or Democrat here on Bonehead. Bonehead of the week. Yeah. We do not discriminate against <laughs> any. Oh my god. Okay, um, Kirsten Cinema. Yeah. She's been planning this for a while because she made a video and everything. So mm -hmm. and it it really feels like she made this announcement since Warnock won. And I'm almost guessing, Gabe, I'm almost mm -hmm. guessing here that if Warnock would have lost, she would not be doing this. Nope. 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 Because again, she could say this at any time. She could right. have said this last year. She could right. have said it fucking while she was on the shitter in the toilet hiding from her constituents. She could have done Mm -hmm. At any point, any point. But she waited until the results of the Georgia runoff election. Here's why that's important. Because before the runoff, because every single Democratic senator who ran as an incumbent won. And Democrats picked up a seat in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Okay, now this is important. And the reason why it's important is because it changes the majority number from 50-50 which means the vice president is the 51st vote, which gives Democrats the majority in the leadership, but not all the power in the committees. Now, with that 51st seat where where uh, 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 the Pennsylvania seat was lost and Warnock mm -hmm. won the runoff, which puts mm -hmm. Democrats at 51, mm -hmm. it means 
that the full power of the subpoena in the Senate committees is based on Democrats. They get the majority in the committees. They also have the majority in the Senate. But what it also means is that it basically makes Kirsten Sinema irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It makes her irrelevant. I mean, that's what it is. Absolutely irrelevant. So not only does it make sure that our democracy is safe from a bunch of fascists, but it makes her to where she can't sway the Senate. Yep. So it feels like that she's hedging her bet only on one point and one point only is attention seeking. That yep. is what all this is. The entirety of it. None of it is anything but attention seeking. What is the link that you sent me here? The, the so this this is a this is the interview where she you know I guess so, so officially comes out Tapper as with Jake Tapper. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is now there's there's several clips that Asen put together uh, from this interview, but this one I think is the most important because of what she uh, how she responds to the question. Okay, well let, let's watch this this clip of interview. With Senator Kirsten Cinema switching her party affiliation. You're here to make a significant announcement. I've registered as an Arizona independent. I know some people might be a little bit surprised by this, but actually, I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, a growing number of Arizonans and people like me just don't feel like we fit neatly into one party's box or the other okay i gotta stop right there because i've been saying this all day and i'm gonna say it here again Mm -hmm. the people of arizona you fucking bonehead kirsten cinema voted for the senator of the democratic party they they literally went into the polling booth saw the d next to your name saw an r next to someone else's name and voted for you Mm-hmm. As the affiliate of the Democratic Party and the candidate of the Democratic Party, they did not vote for an independent. You fucking bonehead. Yeah. And this is what really pisses me off about this is that if she was really going to do this, she would wait until the election where she was yeah. actually announcing that she's running for this yeah. seat again. She I mean, would it, wait till that we, time. We know, and her constituents know that she's not really like. In comparison, people are like, ah, well, uh, we'd rather have a Demo- a Democrat in office than have a Republican. Like, we don't like her. Like, she doesn't uh, – she does not have town hall. She does not actually talk to her constituents. And whenever she why. does, she, she runs away into the bathroom. Now, I'm not saying that people should do that or not, but if you don't talk to your constituents, they're going to get kind of pissed off because you made a promise to them to communicate for transparency to be open, to listen to them and give feedback and get feedback from them to make decisions on how to vote to better represent them in the state of Arizona. But when you don't do that, people get pretty fucking pissed because they feel ignored. Now, if you were, and I I have a feeling if she was on the ballot this time around, that she would have uh, lost, you know? And the idea that when she goes up for the, her next election and she goes as an I, I she's now opened the door for a Democrat to go against her. Like she's, I get, you know, she's now that she's a Democrat or now she's independent, right? Like she's, she's kind of future proofing herself into what she can go against. Right. Cause like, I'm not exactly sure how the primary works in terms of 
now is she just on her own as the well, incumbent? Well, she she is she will appear if she chooses to run. She will appear on the ballot in the general election. Now, some people have said, "Well, that'll split the." Uh, I I absolutely do not believe that that will split anybody's fucking decision. If anything, it'll peel off Republicans. She yep. is not appealing to anyone on the left at this point. And really, the the only people she's going to appeal to is is the fucking right wingers. And she may, right up into the lead up of that race, she may start adopting QAnon conspiracy theories to try to see if she can she can peel off some of that electorate. Right. Because as she fucking walks away from the Democratic Party in Arizona, she's not going to get any Democratic Party's vote. They they're going to tell her to fuck off. Right. And the other thing that I want I want to stress here is the state that the Arizona Republican parties. It's in fucking shambles. Why do you mm-hmm. think Blake Masters and Carrie Lake were the nominees for governor and senator? Right. They're, it's in shambles. It's the crazies that are running that fucking Arizona party. And so, they're losing. So right. uh, fine. If you want to go there, right. go for it, you know, whatever. But this is her, you know, the eye is for irrelevant. It's not for independent. <laughs> it is <laughs> for great. irrelevant. Well, let's let's finish uh, what the irrelevance of her is and what her take is on her irrelevance. I mean, independence. Sorry. And so, like many across the state and the nation, I've decided to leave that partisan process and really just focus on the work that I think matters to Arizona and to our country, which is solving problems and getting things done. So your voting record is pretty capital D democratic. I mean, your views are generally that of a moderate centrist Democrat. How does leaving the party change how you do your job? Well, I don't think anything will change about how I do my job. Um, Arizonans sent me to the United States Senate to be an independent voice. No, they did not. And I'll continue doing that. What I think is important about this decision and, and this move is that I'll be able to show up to work every day as an independent and not be, you know, stuck into one party's demands of following without thinking. And and as we've seen in recent years, both parties have created this uh, kind of requirement or a pull towards the edges that you just unthinkingly support all of one party's viewpoints. Mm, It's made it difficult to find folks who are willing to work together and solve problems. Okay. So you don't actually have to be uh, an independent to do that. Yeah. You, you actually don't have to be an independent. But what she's doing mm-hmm. is she is formally saying, Hey, look guys, uh, if I want to fuck everything up and hold something hostage, it's because I'm an independent. It's right. because I'm a fucking independent. Right. That is what she's saying. She's like, pew, 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 pew. Yeah, I don't like, know. It has that, pew, pew, it has small that energy, gun. doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. But that's what she's doing. She's now saying, look, guys, if I vote on something or don't vote on something and I hold this in fucking uh, some sort of quorum where we're not able or like hold it, hold it hostage, then uh, it's because I'm an independent and I'm an independent thinker and I'm a fucking open minded, free thinking, independent who doesn't have to form herself to liberal or conservative. I just do what I want because like. I'm an independent. I hadn't considered this yet. Could this be? Could this be Kirsten Cinema's attempt to be a 
Maverick. Remember, there was a guy. Oh, there's a guy that ran for president, and there was a guy. And I he, think that'll was, go over real. He well. was really popular in Arizona. He he might have even been a senator there for a long time. What was his name? Mm. Uh, he seems like he was a war hero, but uh, the the next the the winner of this week's bonehead didn't think he was a war hero. Oh, right. Could it be that that Kirsten Cinema is trying to court John McCain voters in Arizona mm. by being a a mm. uh, uh, independent or a as Donald Trump Jr. would say, uh, Maverick. Yeah. Donald Trump Jr. would say Maverick. Um, maybe that's what she's trying to do. I didn't consider the word Maverick until just now. Well, Maverick does have an eye in it, so. It does. It does. Right. Hmm. Well, the eye is for irrelevant, like Gabe Sanchez said. Mm-hmm. Speaking of irrelevance, uh, let's go back to our contestants here for Bonehead of the Week. Of course, we had um, the Cheeto Dust Mobster on um, Mobster. Oh, see, I I, I messed up the Cheeto Dust Q and Honor oh. and the Cheeto Dust Q and Honor. We had Jim. I don't report sex times. Jordan, but Gabe Sanchez. Who was who was the winner of this week's Bonehead of the Week <laughs> poll? I mean, I'll say it again. Little hands down, Donald Trump. Oh my God. He won hands down. It was no, it was really no it contest. Was, there was no contest. The name was out there and people right. were like, oh yeah, we found out he stole even more documents. <laughs> we found out that while he was president, he got a $19.8 million private loan from a, a company that has ties with North Korea. Wait, you're Whoa. telling, you're telling Whoa. me, you're telling me this guy was on the bone end of the week poll for more than one reason. Surely yeah. not. Surely not Donald Trump. So, I I figured he was going to be on for the documents thing, but really this morning, groundbreaking news. Uh-huh. Groundbreaking oh, yeah. news. The special master is now gone. Yep. Um, and, and the reason why the special master is gone is because Donald Trump and his legal team, they missed the deadline to appeal to mm. the 11th mm. court. This, we talked about this last week on Bonehead, the 11th circuit, because Judge Cannon was our... Um, bonehead last week about the 11th circuit because yeah. her decision was struck down with the special master by the 11th she kept circuit. doubling down that's on right her being an idiot that's right but here's the thing is that donald trump did not appeal the striking down of the special master it's almost as if and, and maybe i'm just out on a limb here it's almost as if his legal his legal counsel who was under um Scrutiny for contempt, apparently now, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, some fines and things. No, no prison time for this this kind of action. Right. It's almost like they were like, "No, we are not going to appeal for you. We're not yeah. going to do that. You're, we won't represent you. You couldn't. Get, he couldn't get anyone to agree that, like, hey, we should. And and maybe even he was like, "There's no way this Supreme Court, even the one I selected yeah. and handpicked, is going to go with me." On well, this. we already know he's you know very upset. He was already very upset with the Supreme Court as of late in the decisions they made that were going against him and other things. But like even this, this is something where you know just on Truth Social this morning, Jesus Christ, a huge cup of Kofefe. The guy is off the fucking. Can you can rails. you give me can you give me some can you give me the link there? And yeah, I'll, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, um, but the other the other thing too is that on top of all of this, yesterday the Justice Department requested for the judge to hold the whole Trump team in contempt over the Mar-a-Lago <laughs> case, and just to kind of summarize what happened, basically they had Christina Bobby, the fall person, as the um, 
as the 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 holder of records, or I forget the actual the term. Right, for she's it. the one who signed the custodian, the custodian of records. Right, she I believe, signed. Yeah. She signed. She signed the on the, June the memo. On June, yeah, on June third, she signed a document that said, "Yep, you guys got everything. You have it all. You know where it is. We give it to you. It's all done." Bah, wrong answer. Two months later, we find out on August eighth that Marlago is uh, legally searched by the FBI because they lied and they still had documents. So then you find out this week, of course, the other reason is because Donald Trump had even more documents in another fucking storage oh, area. Oh, surely not. It's, surely not. It just doesn't ever end. It's just nonstop. They continue to the ideal, the idea that Trump and his team would ever tell the truth, like, is insane. We just have to know that whenever they speak, it's a lie, right? You mean and, you mean what you're saying is almost everything that Donald Trump says is a lie. This seems <laughs> this seems like what has been going on for a long time. I mean, we'll we'll sub out the Twitter files and we'll just say like everything Trump says is shit. Oh yeah, there you go. There you because go. that's what it is, right? The guy lies. They continue to lie. They they made. I mean, Christina Bob is totally screwed. Uh, so is Alina Haba, Jim Trusty. All of these people are incredibly incompetent. They do not actually know how to handle this shit show. It's almost created for them. It's it's almost like he can't hire a competent attorney because no one wants to represent him, and everyone wants to get paid exactly for the work that they do. Right. Because the one competent attorney that he does have, he had to pay him in advance. What's this yeah. guy's three, name in Florida? Three million. It was. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Well, he's went so, through so many attorneys. Right. There's so many of these fucking chuckleheads that obviously this guy has enough brains to get paid in advance. Uh, Chris. Chris Keis. That's it. Chris yeah, yeah. Keis. He's Kice. the one. Yeah. He's the one that actually got his money in advance. Yeah. Um, and, maybe and that was the, the biggest one. amount. That was the biggest amount that they had paid out to a legal fund because he needed a three million dollar retainer. Because the guy's unneeded. He's like, look, all of these people have not been paid by Trump over the years. It has been again and again and again and again. And he's like, even look, even Rudy, even Rudy's like, yeah, he hadn't paid me. I mean, that was right. the whole thing. I mean, Rudy was like, what, $20,000? Was it a day or a month? Oh, well, I, I mean, $20,000 a minute. Why not? When you yeah. when you got your hands down your pants, tucking your shirt into your balls, why uh, yeah. not charge $20,000 per minute? And he's got to pay for, you know, right. Rudy's got to pay for all the hair dye, obviously. Right. It's expensive shit. It's expensive shit. Well, here is here's a post. Now, yeah. this is from seven hours ago, mm-hmm. uh, which he also re he read. Oh God, what is it called? Okay, he quote truth. He read no because he didn't read. Well, because okay, so it was like a quote tweet, but and what he did was he also like oh, quote truth. Yes, mm. and see, they should have come up with a different name that rolls off the tongue. I'm just saying. He here's what he posted seven hours ago. Now, this is um, we're at uh, two. We're about just past two. Uh, p.m. Eastern time here um, on the Tony Michaels podcast. But here's what he posted seven hours ago. What is going on with the app? And it's all in caps. Yeah, so, I mean, is, I could yell. There is nothing that is lowercase here. He's got it's stuck. The button is stuck. Now, he says, what is going on with the FBI and the Justice Department? Question mark. They seem to be totally out of control with an exclamation point. There is right now a weaponization uh, which again, he's putting quotes around that, and it's not the same as the ju- anyways. <laughs> a weaponization of justice, the likes of which our country has never seen before. It is like the likes we never seen which, before. Which we is never a, had very, a former president be such a fucking criminal that the Department right. of Justice had to bear down on him. And then not only is he, 
a criminal, but he continues to crime. And then right. say, hey, you know, this is a good time to run for president. Right, Jesus But the Christ. other thing is the common phrase, the likes of which our country has never seen before. You could literally put anything in. You could be like, the donut sale uh, was the likes of which our country has never seen before. Anything. He uses that all the time. He yeah, uses, that, he uses all the time. that phrase all the time. Okay, it's he continues here. The Twitter and Facebook scandal has already proven to be with the possible possible exception of spying on my campaign. Oh, Jesus. Their most sinister act in history. Holy fuck. So not allowing Hunter Biden's dick to show up on Twitter is the most sinister act in history. I mean, other than his campaign being spied on because he was colluding with a foreign power who's an enemy of the state. Right. Anyways, even the rhinos and the, and the weak are openly admitting that the 2020 election was rigged but in the dark way than ever po- thought possible. So many lives destroyed. Only one. Re- well, I said this the other day. This is the most amazing time in history. Yeah. Think about this. The former president of the United States is going to be responsible for putting possibly thousands of people in prison and incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Thousands are going to go to jail, prison, be convicted of criminal charges at the behest of a former president. It is absolutely mind blowing mm-hmm. that that is a real possibility here over the next couple of years, including himself. And really what a time to be alive, to watch this guy absolutely unravel in front of our eyes. I mean, the funny, <laughs> well, the funny thing about his rant there, he talks about Twitter. Cause obviously it's about this Twitter files, uh, nothing burger shit show. But he right, also he has, up, to, he has to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's also the, and, and I don't know if the lie, the lives that were like, you know, like oh, lives at risk kind of thing. There was a narrative I saw last night on Fox News where they kept pushing the idea that oh, lives were put at risk because accounts were suppressed. I guess it's a whole right. thing. It's weird. So or were were like um, de devalued in the algorithm yeah. and ranked right. them and whatnot. So, but really, it's because they violated the terms of service by doing crazy, bigoted, xenophobic, transphobic things. Right. Now, the thing that I find funny about this, he goes, oh, you know, the Twitter and Facebook scandal. He brings up Facebook. Now, if anyone doesn't know this or if anyone remembers this or doesn't remember, rather, uh, there's Cambridge Analytica, which goes back to the 2016 election, where this company that worked with the Trump campaign was able to illegally access 87 million Facebook users on how to use and then use that information for the election. Right. So they're you, getting the you mean you mean what they're accusing Twitter of doing? Is that what yes, you're saying? Exactly. Okay. okay well, and they're not. And here's the thing. thing: it's not even Facebook. It was a third party that got access to stuff on Facebook and then sold it mm-hmm. to the Trump campaign. It is insane. So, it is insanity that this guy literally could be on Bone of the Week any week, and it would be for 15 different things. Is this the quote truth thing? On yeah, I don't know what or? you would call this. Like, so Police this is state. on Twitter. What does that so, mean? Well, what he's is just he saying, saying? He's saying that because the FBI and Justice Department were are pursuing him for the crimes that he committed, it's a police state. You know what I think he's actually saying? You know what I think he's actually saying? I'm going to go to prison and I don't want to. Yeah. I don't, don't want to go to prison. I don't want to do it. I don't want to. It's don't every, make me. Every day on, on Truth Social, he continues to whine and project, but also at the same time admit to crimes. You know, yeah. He's like, look, I took the documents. It was totally fine. I'm the president. <laughs> and like, wait, you said you, wait, hold on. Were they planted or did right. you take them and they were yours because you keep pushing this idea? 
Well, all I, have, all I have to say um, is Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Uh, everyone, mm-hmm. Donald Trump won the bonehead of the week. That is not a surprise. It is yeah. not, a surprise, not a surprise. Not a surprise. But Gabe Sanchez, let's give him his due. Donald Trump is the bonehead of the week. Of course he is. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't he be? Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? Why? I mean, he we're be? gonna ha- we're gonna uh, look. There's probably a bonehead of the year poll that's gonna happen. Ooh. Which sounds like Gabe Sanchez has some great stuff in mind. I've got some, some plans. Just Ooh. wait up. But I wouldn't be surprised if Donald Trump found his way on there and also won. But uh, who knows? Well, you know? it happens. It happens. There's a lot of there's a lot of boneheads out there. There is. And if you want to vote for Bonehead of the Week, go follow us at Tony Michaels Pod on Twitter. You can vote there every single week. You can also follow us on YouTube, the Tony Michaels Podcast. Just put it in, subscribe. Go to the community tab on our YouTube channel. You will find the poll there. And you vote. You decide every single Friday. We break it down here on the Tony Michaels Podcast in the second hour. And we put it up on the Minus Touch Network. You get a special clip from the Bonehead of the Week. So if you're on Minus Touch, subscribe there. If you're on our channel right now, subscribe on our channel. You're not going to want to miss the vote. Also, mm-hmm. download. Gabe Sanchez, you can download every single Bonehead of the Week on Sunday. Apple, Spotify, Google, your favorite directory. Make sure when you're subscribing to the Tony Michaels Podcast on your favorite directory, leave us a great review while you're there. This is Bam. my favorite. My favorite. This is it. This is my Favorite segment of the week. It's Friday. It's the end of the week. It's about the weekend, and it's getting cold out there, so don't forget mm-hmm. to go to store.dtonymichaels.com. That's store.dtonymichaels.com. Grab your The Freedom to Oppress the Rights of Other People is Not Liberty hoodie, zip-up hoodie, sweater. Hey, you can even get it on a coffee mug, Gabe Sanchez. Ooh. So go to store.dtonymichaels.com. Grab your special merch there. We thank you for all your support. If you're on the Tony Michaels podcast, stick around. We have a few announcements, and if and if not, that's the bone end of the week. Bone end of the week. Bone head of the week. Doop, doop, doop. It's a great segment. It's a great yeah. segment. I have to do a little more editing now. I don't know if I told you that. So at the end, because it has the soft transition now, because mm. I, I used to just be able to cut it. Right now, I gotta, but I'm doing more editing now. Bone end of the week because yeah, yeah, we're just we're just taking a clip of it and posting on the Minus Touch Network. Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, we're just taking, and I'm sure today we'll probably take the Donald Trump part. Um, oh yeah, it talks yeah. about the documents and the appeal and and all the other crimes. Oh yeah, this <laughs> fucking guy, this fucking guy, this fucking guy. I really are we? Do you think we're gonna get a Christmas gift with Donald Trump? That's a with good question, Jack, Jack Smith. Do you think he's going we to? We got 15 days. So, mm-hmm. like, everyone right on their Christmas right. list. I so, so right. wish this happens. It's a, I mean, I don't know. It's honestly, it's a, it's a fair question. I want to, I put myself at like a, like a 70 30. Like 70%, okay. I think it doesn't happen. Right. 30% we could. 30% it could. Who knows? You know, because Jack Smith, as I said in the bone, in, Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Mm hmm. I think we could get to a situation now to, to be fair, the select committee has not released every single bit of their evidence in their report right. to the department of justice yet. So there's likely some, 
that that will happen first before yeah. there will be indictments. Also, we know now, now that he has not appealed um, the special master, uh, well, the, the, the knocking down of the special master mm -hmm. of the 11th circuit and the special master is now wrapped up. They're not involved in the evidence anymore. Now the DOJ is going to get full unfettered access to this um, uh, evidence. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure they're going to want to comb through all that before that happens. And we know there's more evidence overturning because Donald Trump hired a special team to search more areas and they found more documents in a storage unit. They keep saying, we gave you everything. Reason. We gave you everything. And they That's didn't. everything. We don't have we any didn't. more. That's well, uh, what, I mean, if you're going to just saying, check the casket. Well, I, you know, maybe they should dig it up, dig her up, dig her. Up. I, I mean, it's kind of gross, but you know, and then it is what it is. I, I mean, I used to use the same phrase that they have lock right. him up, well, dig her up. Here's the thing. What am I supposed to do? I, what am I supposed to do with the narrative of the story? She dies. Right. The casket seems should be really light. It's just Why ashes. Is there are a lot more people carrying right. the casket. He was carrying boxes all over the country in his plane. Boxes of paper are really fucking heavy. I mean, they're really fucking heavy. Yeah. I don't know if you carry around boxes of paper for it. They're really heavy. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Everybody, every single weekday, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, here on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page. Do not forget to subscribe here on YouTube while you're here. Go follow us on Twitter at the Tony Michaels Pod. Download every single episode. Follow us on Facebook at the Tony Michaels. Hell, go to Twitch, download that app, and get it over there. And stay tuned, Gabe Sanchez, because I promise you, I am not going to stop trying to figure out how we are going to live stream from Pornhub. Exactly. I am going to be a porn star. Mm -hmm. it's going to happen. I mean, I I'm mean, not going to post news. Uh, maybe I will. If people, I wanna, don't know. I, 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 I don't know of any podcasts that have, <laughs> I, I've seen, like I said, I have, I know, I know friends who are comedians who put up standup specials on Pornhub. I've seen movies on Pornhub. I don't know if I've ever We're, seen a podcast that we is are, not a porn podcast. We are say. going to try to get on Pornhub. So <laughs> everyone, uh, let us know what you think about getting on uh, Pornhub. While you're at it, uh, go to the, Tony Mike, Tony Michaels live, Tony Michaels live. Leave us a tip there. Thank you for the support. Everyone have a great weekend. Go check out store.thetonymichaels.com. Make sure to grab your Gran DeSantis can go fuck himself and Liberty Hoodie store.thetonymichaels.com. We appreciate all your support. Have a great weekend until Monday. Same time, same place. Surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Meal Barn, head ass speaking.